Good evening, and welcome to another episode of The Clipping Point. And tonight we have our first special guest, none other guests. than guests. Guest, guest. Well, he said first, yeah. but guests. Well, well, guests. Oh, yes, you're right. Guests. There's right. more than one. Yeah, okay. We're not used to this. This is the first time we had two. Yeah. Well, pay attention. It's a twofer. Where, did you not pay attention to the... Did you not get the memo? No, I didn't get a memo. Oh. Well, you ruined the intro for kind oh, of... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Damn. Start over. All right. Well, yeah. I forgot what I was going to say. Look, point of the matter is, <laughs> our first guest lined up for tonight, we have Drift Avengers. No, Avengers. Look at me. Adventures. So there we Adventure. go. They're here tonight with us. And let's go ahead and say hello to Ben and Amber. There we go. Should be there, I hope. And did the, are we there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there we go. Hello. So, Hello. There you go. So, uh, well, I got a, my first question. Oh, go oh, ahead. Already. The name Drift Adventures, where where did that come from? Um, actually kind of started because we were trying to do um, some YouTube stuff not long ago. Just trying to create, have something to create content for us both. And then there was an idea, which actually this is hopefully going to segue into is um, doing like trips to different tracks around the country and world. And maybe like, oh. or like um, kind of, I don't know, maybe go with that some someday, especially with the Japan opening back up. So. Oh, that'd be so good. That'd be really cool. Yeah. That's adventures. Yes. <laughs> yeah. One day. One day we'll go to Japan. Yeah, offer like a tour type thing. <laughs> yeah. I'd actually just like to be able to get us, like me and you, or if we can get everybody, all of us to go to um, Chelsea's uh, Drift School. Yeah. That'd, that'd, be, be, that'd be a fun day. It'd be great to go up to Washington. Yeah. yeah. Is he in Washington? Or where is yeah, he? I think so. Yeah, Washington, yeah. Somewhere over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I probably took you off track there, Ben. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, you definitely did. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, so uh, why don't we start off with Ben and tell us a little bit of, of your of background. How'd you get uh, interested or how'd you get involved into drifting? Um, I'm old, <laughs> older than most people in drifting. Uh, I'll be 40, but I started off in the JM culture, probably about 14 years old and in, in the mid 90s, probably early mid 90s. Um, I remember literally picking up my first turbo magazine and it had a silver Honda Civic and it said something about running 12s or I don't remember. And I grew up in the hot rod culture and you know, my dad was big in all the, obviously classics and stuff. And uh, it blew my mind. And from then on, I was already a obsessed car kid um, growing up from about the age of like two. Mm-hmm. So um, got into JDM stuff, obviously option videos throughout the nineties. And I saw drifting for the uh, first time in probably in the late nineties. And I was pretty deep in the Honda scene, drag racing and all that stuff, which is almost all there was for us back then. Mm-hmm. Um, got involved with some guys in a shop down in South Florida, um, which we were able to import some cars and stuff. And actually in, I think it was like 2000 or 2001 was the first time I was trying to slide a Skyline uh, R32 GTST um, okay. around parking lots. And then, first real drift car it was an s13 coupe that i picked up i would say mid-ish 2000s i don't remember what year because it's been so long mm-hmm. uh, did that for a long time on stock knuckles <laughs> right I had a couple different sr setups in it um caged it at one point and then i was uh gonna move or i was moving to hong kong and i decided oh, wow. to pull the car apart and go ls and try and make it like a pro 
um, Pro-Am car or something, have a go at that. But then ended up in Hong Kong for two years and ended up selling it when I got back, moved to California for a while, got out of drifting, but was into like time attack and stuff. Um, sorry, it's a long story. No, that's, <laughs> no, 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 that's no, fine. That's good, fine. Good. Um, was there in California for like eight years, did TV and some other stuff. And um, like I said, I was doing time attack at the time and a uh, pretty crazy little Miata. Moved back to, decided to move back to Florida and there's no real time attack over on the East Coast. There's only like two events a year if that. Yeah. And I like to drive and I don't like cars to sit. So um, got a ridiculous amount of money for a Miata <laughs> and <laughs> sold it. The guy in Ohio. Um, and then wanted to, you know, I'm like, I'm back in Florida. I might as well build a drift car. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd been wanting to build one anyway. I wanted something Jay-Z, four-door um, oh. powered. So I went to... Actually, the first event when I came back, I think, was Black Friday, um, OSW. And Mike Jones stole my heart by dragging his his rear uh, bash bar on the wall, throwing sparks. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it was like two weeks later, I bought my GS to start building. Nice. And then I've been back here almost four years. Nice. You've always wanted to build GS. Yeah. Yeah, I've (laughs) always wanted to build something. I just don't have the money. No, it's really nice looking, too. Your GS is really nice. Yeah. I uh, picked it up for like twenty five hundred bucks. Oh wow! Uh, I I might have ten grand into that car. But I, yeah. I got in before the whole like Jay Z's are are crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, ha- I have a one J sitting in an E forty six a Jackson performance for like the last five years. No, no. It's, it's, I told you every time you bring it up, you have to add a year. So seven it's been years. at least Six, eleven years. Eleven years. <laughs> eleven years. <laughs> it feels like that. So yeah. this, I I bought this just to keep seat time and i hated it at first but i haven't done a thing to it since i bought it except a you know some angle in the front and fix the rear huh oil in it (laughs) yeah well actually i think i've only changed the oil once in two years it's an hr so it it doesn't blow by (laughs) like i have i have a a um, oil catch and and there's it's always dry and the oil always looks clean i only drive it at events yeah so eh, it's worth it but yeah i've always I love the Jay Z sounds. I've always wanted something right hand drive. Honestly, a four door R thirty four is like my dream. One day, <laughs> one day. She, oh, well. she can't be close, huh? Yeah, she's close. She got the R thirty three. Yeah, yeah, you're R33. almost there. You just gotta add one. <laughs> <laughs> one, one number. Yeah, just one more. Just one more. All right, uh, Amber. How did you get involved in drifting? Um, <laughs> looking at me. Um. I've always been fascinated with drifting and just driving fast in general. Um, we'll go back in the day because she's also old school Honda um, drag racer too. So she's oh, been wow. around for a long oh. time. Well, you've been- I, I grew up in Iowa and there's not really much to do there. So a lot of people would, um, you know, just get into racing and stuff. So um, a lot of it was, um, street racing, but we would go to the, the track mm-hmm. sometimes. Right. Um, but um, yeah, back when Hondas were um, really the rage, I had a, a Del Sol that um, I had, um, it came with a B16 and then I did a B18 block swap in it, turboed it, um, had a lot of fun with that. And then, um, you know, I, I was married for a long time, moved around a lot, focused on family, but I always always still was into cars someday I would get back into, you know, you know, having another project car. And, um, like for my son's first birthday, I'd made like a drift 
birthday cake for him. And so <laughs> I've always been trying to inspire him to be into drifting. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> I moved to Orlando about, what, two years ago now? I don't know. Almost, I think. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even know, about two years ago. Um, mm-hmm. But as soon as I moved here, uh, Ben introduced me to OSW. <clears throat> and because um, I've never been, like, near drifting in person before it's always just been something that hasn't really been attainable like the only drifting in iowa is when it's snowing and you're in that yeah. small parking lot and you're going <laughs> right. for the security guards yeah. <laughs> um so it's definitely it was really exciting and then i did a ride along and that was a lot of fun my that first was marco run. yeah, my yeah. First marco garza yeah yeah he yeah. actually uh, helped me build a gs too Good yeah fun, so. His car was green at that time. It was my, my favorite color. Um, but that was a lot of fun, just getting that first ride-along experience and then hanging out at the track for a long For Her first ride-along. So oh. here I am bringing her into drifting. She was, a, when we first, the first conversations, like we were both, she's like, oh, I'm a car chick. I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. And then she's like, <laughs> I'm like a, a turbo Del Sol with no hood. And, and I was like, wait, what? Uh, but anyway, so put her in with Marco and I trust Marco. Literally he puts it into the wall. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh no. First lap out. Puts it in oh, the wall no. in the car. So I'm like, oh crap. She's gonna be like freaked out. Yeah. Run over the car and she like gets out of the, with a helmet up with a huge smile on her face. Like that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. Was so That's so Mar- Marco's an amazing driver. Yeah, no, that was <laughs> like yeah, no, one of those really cool moments. But yeah, that was that was awesome. And then just hanging out um, at the track for quite a while, say about a year after that. And then um, I met um, Anubis Motorsports, and he gave me this amazing opportunity. He's like, you know, what? Why don't we learn? And so he gave me a chance to to learn. So I went to a Learners Day and had my first real like experience, you know, at OSW uh, learning and. Um, he was, I guess, happy with how my progress was for that first day. And was like, let's just keep learning. So um, I've had a chance for several, um, you know, different events and private days to practice. So I'm excited, um, you know, to get the skyline set up. I feel like I've had at least some experience um, actually drifting. And um, I want to take that further with the skyline. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great car. You'll get a lot of attention with that for sure. Yeah, exactly. And and OSW has been a great track for you guys um, to have because there's so many, uh, so much possibility, so many uh, private days, different layouts. It's it's open. There's a lot of freedom there to to make mistakes and and to grow as a driver that we didn't have when we first started. You're trying to do something in parking lot, hopefully, cops. My first when I first started, I actually got I got. Caught. Yeah, you got a misdemeanor. Yeah, I got, well, yeah, I got so, so it was a I, felony. It was a yeah, felony. Yeah. I don't know what it got. Try to change it into street, like, like yeah. street racing or something. But, but Reckless. yeah. So, yeah, always what OSW yeah. has been able to do for at least the central part and a lot of the people down here because a lot of us go up there. There oh, are yeah. always people spreading. Okay, yeah. we're gonna do a private day, and we they, they caravan up there and they do private days. So at OSW opening up the track, um, and making it available and affordable is has done a tremendous um thing for the sport of drifting in florida mm-hmm. and that's great to see but you also got to remember too that uh, a major factor that t- contributed to that was the skip pad because back in the day it was just the oval correct yeah and that was just such a like scary thought for a lot of these people that they were just like okay 
there were some that were willing to test the waters, but the majority was like, uh-uh, that's too much. They see mm-hmm. the bank. They see intimidation. huge, yeah, huge. Well, uh, intimidating. I mean, I mean, the first time Tim did a bank, he ended up throwing it into the wall. That was a Punta Gorda for a <laughs> nopey, nopey, nopey drift. That was my first event ever. I went to do a nopey drift um, qualifier. That was stupid. But anyways. <laughs> But but yeah, and when they the skid pad is what really makes it what it is. But yeah, when it was only the oval, it was not only intimidating, but like they didn't really have a handle on how to organize it. Like they would just say, "Okay, go out there," and people would spend out, you know, like four or five minutes out there. So the line took forever. So it was very frustrating for a lot of drivers because you'd be sitting in line for an hour before you even go out there. So with the addition of the skid pad, just night and day, it kind of brings back the old CFRC kind of vibe. Yeah. Uh, so guys, what can you, t- uh, tell us about your encounter with, uh, was it again? Deezerland? Deserland? Yeah. Yeah. Deserland. How do yeah. Tell us, uh, can you tell us, fill us in on how this came about? Yeah. Well, uh, well yeah. I, um, I was invited to a car show there. Um, it was originally cars and cosplay, um, had me come out. And so of course, at the time, it was like, let's bring on Anubis. So we brought all the Anubis cars, and it was great and good promotion. And um, then after that, then the pictures were posted, and uh, Deserland noticed um, the cars and was like, oh, come out to another car show. So I uh, went to that car show, and then um, I kind of started talking to them about, um, you know, drifting. <laughs> I was like, yeah, maybe... Maybe it was a, an opportunity that, you know, if you guys would ever consider having, because they seem very open to the idea of embracing all the car community. They want everybody there. And I said, you know, if you ever have an interest in doing some type of drift community thing here, um, we everybody would love that. And so kind of that was just kind of left of that conversation. And then things circled back a while later and, she came back to me and said, you know, we, we would like to do um, some type of drift event here. And uh, so I was like, yeah, so let's, you know, so we just started contacting everyone and kind of pondering, um, of course, then having to circle back to them on, because um, this isn't a track, you know, so yeah. it's like we're having to create, um, you know, an area that this will work. It will be, you know, safe so- and everything. So I don't want to cut you off, but kind of explain that. So for those people that are going to see this or maybe tune in or whatever, um, and yeah. then we'll probably make this to a segment. Uh, what is like, because people says not a track. So what is this place? Okay. So here's, here's how the opportunity came. So they, they originally approached it with like a cop and we're like, Whoa. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. Land is a mall. It used to be festival Bay mall originally, um, for years, band skate park was in there. Um, but uh, Mr. Desert, who's a real estate mogul um, and also an avid car collector, he um, he bought the building and his, in his words, supposedly what he calls it is his man cave. So he wants it to just be like cool hangout spot. Um, he wants it, you know, surrounded by cars and have the car community. And um, it's a it, when you see it in person, it's it's unbelievable. Ben came up and checked it out, and it's it's like a it's totally different than what you would think. And then the potential is really, really pretty cool. And, um, they have indoor uh, electrical carts on a really, actually a really good track. Um, surface is really cool. Um, and they really take care of that. They have, uh, indoor glow and dark mini golf movie theater, 
Um, they have an old school art, like huge um, pinball collection room. They have arcade. They have a um, trampoline thing, which is really awesome with kids. You like literally just drop mm-hmm. them off for an hour and two and <laughs> go do car right. stuff or yeah. car events. Um, they have, and then he has his, yeah, they have ax throwing in there now. Um, he has his, his museum, which is this massive car collection that he just keeps adding to. And some of it, I think he has down in South Florida, another place. Um, but it, he's got a James Bond experience, which is actually really unique. Um, it's probably my favorite area in there. He's got literally a, a massive Vespa collection, which is mean, <laughs> like, you see, I mean, that's actually really cool. And you know that those things have have, have to be worth a lot of money, but he's, I mean, he's got everything classic, like French cars, Italian, yeah, you know, the yeah, he's, and they have a big skate park that's half outdoors, half indoors. So, so yeah, what's left of vans, there was like an outdoor concrete um, section of the, of the skate park that, oh, wow. you know, it's a wish list item that we're trying to get them to let us use for the event, which I think would be kind of cool. Um, but anyway, so the whole back side of the building is just empty parking lots. It's on the turnpike side. Um, there's a lot of, of, unused space um and that's where they kind of gave us um to use um so we just met we were we have a couple wish list things that maybe can happen in the future with modifying the uh parking lot but i think we're gonna you know start off a little bit smaller but where we're gonna be is actually a pretty cool layout there's there's islands in the, in the parking lot with big oak trees but it's kind of spread out in this way that it, it really works and I think it's going to be something pretty unique when you see it and see cars drifting around it. Um, and as far as like spectators and for the drivers, I think it'll be kind of cool experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, obviously we're trying to make it safe, but really right. cool. Yeah. Um, so, so I guess the, the idea is to have the drifting is, is not necessarily going to be the focal point, but more to, um, accompany everything else that this place offers right it's going to be like this action park or or, or this facility that mostly seems to evolve around motorsports right yeah but something that the whole family can come and enjoy yeah and our our goal is to tap into the building so you know like obviously and I i think something that we need to say is like here's this opportunity like this doesn't happen the only way this can happen is with a real estate you know billionaire mogul who's right. into cars and bought this building that would allow us to happen. And it's like, in some ways it's cool. Cause it's going back to roots and it's um, you're in a parking lot and you know, like how a lot of us started and, mm-hmm. and, but at the same time, like looking in the future, we never know where this could lead. And if we put on a, a good show basically for them. Um, and I think what we're trying to create is like, we keep calling it like a carnival or mm-hmm. kind of like a little mini festival. Cause what other drift event do you go to other than like a grid life or something where, other things are going on we're, we're trying to do is like add it to where you know you have this whole facility that has really fun stuff mm. you know like nice bathrooms that's a nice one uh, <laughs> i think you stressed that several times when we talk nice bathrooms <laughs> I know, a lot of people just you know it's one of, obviously it's one of the complaints like osw is never going to be replaced this isn't something that's going to replace osw you know like no. at least not anytime in the near future if we can get past this first event i really hope that we can do more of them um but like, I don't think it's going to be like a track day kind of spot, you know, like it's not set up for that, you know, again, who knows in the future, um, they, they have mentioned some things that obviously could be cool and it looks into the future, mm-hmm. um, which we kind of see it, 
you know, and I want to build off of this. I think what I want people to do is like come and have fun and mm-hmm. like really enjoy the environment. We um, talk with Taxi Garage um, about yep. bringing up crazy carts to involve them and have another added, you know, thing for people to watch or even get involved in. Um, I have some ideas for, we have some ideas for trying to do like a comp um, as far as like go karts, whoever has the fastest time of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still stuck on this idea of doing dodgeball. I think it'd be kind of, <laughs> the trampoline has these two dodgeball courts inside the trampoline park. I just think it'd be fun for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, we used to, we used to do, we used to do kickball tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. Just nail each other in the face. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but there's, you know, they serve alcohol. There's uh, a bar there. They have a restaurant. We're allowed to have as many food trucks as we want. Um, talking with uh, some vendors and getting people out there. Uh, we found the world's largest ice cream truck, which is actually a bus um, that we're trying to talk to you to get out there, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. Um, they actually have an observatory deck, which you could be like eating ice cream, watching drifting outside, you know? Yeah. Um, but th- I think the, um, the opportunities are kind of, oh, hold on one second. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You got to go out and get, get into the chair. <laughs> get, get another chair. Go get another chair. Oh, um, so, Ben, you have another question? Well, I have actually two questions. Okay, go for uh, one quick one. Since we're talking about a bar and alcohol, is uh, Pat Gooding going to be making an appearance uh, as a bartender? Hmm. So, um, I'm trying to get a hold of Pat. <laughs> I know you got he got a hold of me, um, but I haven't really had a t- chance to tell him the whole spiel. I would love to have Pat there. I think, obviously, he's a fun haver. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he's he's just a part of the community, so... That's, that's the other thing is I really want to make something to where everyone comes out and has a good time and everyone wants to have fun. Um, and that's honestly what they want. They want people um, to go back in the building, obviously, you know, that's kind of the, the driving force for what we're allowed to do. Um, but I think that's not going to be hard once people see what's inside. I mean, like yeah. anyone, all of us drifters are competitive. You're going to want to go ride the go-karts, you know, like her, her and I were racing and she's taking me out on turns. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's the fun part about it yeah that's funny uh sorry go ahead uh, i think people in the drifting community were all big kids and i think um once people realize what this place has to offer how much fun we'll have it's mm-hmm. it's it's a little bit different spinoff than um some of the other places we have to drift at and it's i think it's about bringing everyone together where people can network connect promote everybody has an opportunity, um, you know, to, to shine. So I just feel like it's, it's a great, um, it's going to be a great event. Yeah. So, so speaking of this first event, so this first event uh, is going to be more geared around being a demo. Is that what we're shooting for on, on this first one? Yeah. So November 13th and obviously we don't want to bite off more than we can chew. Um, and I made a post about it, you know, like, cause the words were used invite only and we don't want to like, you know, obviously we got a lot of slack for that, but it's not that we're trying to be, you know, exclusive. It's just that we need it to be smaller. Um, we need to put on a show for the, for the building, for the people that are coming. Here's the thing. We're going to have tourists. Like we were, I was there last Saturday and the place was insane. So we're going to have tourists around. We're going to have all kinds of people that are probably never seen us for, you know, in their entire lives. And I think that's going to be kind of impactful. Um, but we need to put on a good show. It needs to be safe. I don't want to cars going into curbs, you know, like we're going to try and get um, barricades as much as we can. And obviously in the um, areas where that might happen, but also want, 
really good tandems and mm -hmm. um so yeah. we're, like like we we made the post we there's really no drivers locked in we have some ideas we talked to people and we've asked for everyone that wants to be involved to send us emails um because we want to if we can we want to involve anybody and everybody obviously that we can um huh. but, but then again the, the goal is we have to put on a show it has to be safe um and we don't want to bite off more than we can chew for this this first one and honestly i think once we get a test on the layout we're actually um working with property because of legal stuff insurance stuff um mm -hmm. even to get a demo going we might have to have a full setup um mm -hmm. in there but from what they've said there's they're probably gonna um have the barricades there going forward so like off-site and they can be moved and there's mm -hmm. a forklift so like things are there for us to to utilize and and the talk is future so um really if everybody comes on board and we can all make this a, a great event and then it builds the opportunities for future so yeah right um yeah people get people get hung up on that and we've had I, that happen we've had that happen we had a we, we threw demos at um homestead and the, we had to do invite only for the first couple ones we did because we wanted to put a good show it wasn't a real event it was just really all we're doing is putting on a drifting show and people get upset because we would not we'd pay and pick probably like 10 drivers. Yeah. 10 to 12 drivers because they, we want people that aren't going to be going all over the track. Right. Um, that know how to control their car. It's not that they have to set the world on fire, but you need um, drivers that are like-minded and not just putting on a show, but also representing drifting in a certain way. Right. You don't want to, you know, we all want to get together, have a good time and have some beers in, in the pit and everything like that. But there's a time and a place for that. This is something that it needs to be, we need to show, or you guys need to represent drifting in a professional manner. So that way they don't have this. Oh, these are just a bunch of good old boys spinning out and hitting stuff. Right. Yeah. You know, I really think it has to be kind of like this show for a while before you can, so you can really win them over and yeah. really show what it, how it can actually be done. And I like going in the future, I've even thought like we could do like the team tandem battles or mm -hmm. things like that, you know, like something where it's still teams that are used to driving together um, and go forward with that. But like you said, that's it. Like the key is we put on the show and then I'm going to kind of like, I keep trying to find a way to word it, but I'm, it's kind of going to be like after party, you know, like mm -hmm. drifting and, and still go inside and do stuff during going to be plenty of other vendors. And we're trying to get some other fun stuff involved, but like afterwards, like what other drift event, especially in Florida, do you, you know, like clutch kickers is amazing. It's mm -hmm. the, probably the best comp grassroots comp in the nation. In, in mm -hmm. my opinion, I grew up there in Crestview. I was born right. there. So I was like, Hey, there's nothing. And no, we, we stay in Crestview all the time. Yeah. We stay the whole time. There's absolutely in. nothing there. There's we nothing always get there. stuck having really to eat Whataburger. Much there to do. You know, you can go ride go go karts and Destin, but it's not the same. Like you can literally watch the drifting, you know, be a part of it all and like turn around and walk through doors where there's AC also mm -hmm. uh, there and go in and immediately there's mini golf right there. Right there's go karts. You know, like I said, they're gonna be serving alcohol. Um, so you can have fun, you can do whatever you want. It's like it's like Dave and Buster's and of a like for car guys in a way. Right. Um, and like, honestly, I encourage everyone to go check out the collection because it's, it's pretty unique and you'll spend easily an hour just walk around. Cause there, he has, I don't even remember how many cars it's, it's like 2000 or something like that. What inside there? Yeah. 
The Well yeah. Bend. Did you go to the uh, one in Miami? No. Uh, I, well, I, I did some reconnaissance work, you but did? it was a late night, and I just wanted to see the lay of the land. Yeah. Just to yeah. see if there was any opportunities yeah. there. But that's not surprised they didn't arrest you. Uh, yeah, you look like a prowler. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> that's that's a, that's a sketchy area. I told Ben, I was like, Ben, were you safe? Because North Miami Beach at night, yeah, yeah well, yeah. not where you want to be. But <laughs> but ta talking about this venue, we actually have a question in the chat, uh, and by Ryan Deering, who writes, does he have plans uh, for something like that venue for South Florida? But I guess that'd be too early to tell right yeah. now, right? Right. Yeah. I think so. A couple of things like I want everybody to be like super thankful of this venue. Um, like, again, this is like it's like the perfect storm kind of situation. And then um, there's people that are running, um, help running it was Max and Lana. And they just they have this vision with Desert and they're really trying to implement bringing anyone and everyone that has to do with cars. Like they're literally doing car meets, I think almost every day now. Mm. Um, and they're trying, they're allowing pretty much anyone. Um, we, our friend CJ that does, uh, one of the drone guys from Orlando mm -hmm. is amazing. Um, he's been in there flying around doing fun stuff. We're trying to get taxi garage maybe next week, come up and we'll, we'll shoot some promo shots of the inside of the building. So everyone can kind of get a view of it and they're going to rip around. And yeah, it, the place is bit, like I said, Ben got to see it. Like, you can attest it's like it's more than what you would kind of think and it just has this vibe but um like i said when i was there saturday it the with people in the place it completely changed it for me mm -hmm. um also which is just really pretty cool and, and that's another thing that you kind of you bring up too is that what's great about this is most of the times when we do drifting events they're at a track in the middle of nowhere um there's not much drive-through traffic or, or traffic that's brought in by just people say, hey what's going on over there i mean go over there because it's in the middle of nowhere yeah this you're gonna get a lot of new fans just by having the event and people are like wow what's that what is going on over there yeah and they're gonna want to walk over there that's what's gonna happen because they're gonna come out of the movie theater and they're gonna hear people ripping cars in the background and be like what in the world yeah. Oh, actually, I foresee a lot of people calling the fire rescue because they're going to see all the smoke from the highway. And they're going to be like, oh, my gosh. But it's Lord also man. an experience from um, the human baton yeah. when uh, you guys when you guys were drifting on the streets of, of Las Olas yeah, and everybody was just like, what is going on? And they just crowded that people area. People still don't know what drifting is. Yeah, they don't. It's I mean, you know, like, I, I think I guess we should say this, too. So the location is is also unreal it's on international drive literally like fun spots down the street universal's right down the street like it's right in the mix of the you know right where all the tourism is so but the cool thing is it's super easily accessible like you get off of i4 and it's like right there um it's one off i4 and literally one turn gets you to it so the there's a couple unique factors in that but the draw i think and and the exposure to for drifting and period, you know, period. Mm -hmm. um, again, like, you know, like all, I'm sure all everyone that drifts would love for some little kid to come up to him and be like, Oh, that's me. You know, like yeah. inspiring the, the same things that we saw got inspired from. I, I literally was watching option videos and I'm, mm -hmm. and I grew up in, you know, like around skating BMX and all that stuff and doing all that extreme sports. I was on TV doing mm -hmm. crazy ninja stuff and, my my mind and things i i love roller coasters i love all that kind of stuff so like as soon as i saw drifting you know i was already a, a car nut i was like yes that <laughs> you know like mm -hmm. i want that whatever right. that is 
it's insane. It's cool. So in in the last year, I've kind of, you know, taken a little step back from um, driving just because trying to help support her. And like, it's just as exciting for me watching mm-hmm. her yeah. grow into drifting and, and experience it and be a part of it. Like, um, you know, that's, that I think is still a big deal. Um, and hopefully that's what we're going to be able to put on just for everyone that's involved in drifting, like mm-hmm. um, to come out and see something cool and hang out with everybody. And again, I want to make this, I like, I want to do this more than once um, mm-hmm. as crazy and hectic as our last two weeks of our life have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure going to be way worse in the next, mm-hmm. next little while. Like I've, I'm very passionate about it. Amber's very passionate about it. And just, we're, we're not doing this for money. So if anybody thinks that, um, that has nothing to do with any of this. And I, I just want this to be something I, I see the potential and it's in, it got put in Amber's lap basically. And, uh, we have this opportunity to make it happen. So we're going to do the best we can. Yeah. You want to, you want to be the, a staple of the drift community, like a CFRC was or OSW not taking over that position. But wow. you have those long-term dreams for this, something that can turn into that 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 stable track that people can look back and say, oh, man, I was there in the beginning of this, and this place has just been phenomenal ever since. I mean, we always need more tracks. I mean, tracks are always closing every yeah. other day. So, yeah. you know. More tracks, the better. Ben, yeah. you were going to ask something, Ben? Yes, uh, another question in the chat yeah, I, from... I, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Go ahead. Uh, another question from uh, Sean Roxby, who writes... What's the safety scenario like? Do you need a fire suit and a cage or, or is it the same as OSW or is it too early to say? It's a little early. That's what we're working on right now. Um, hopefully we have an answer early next week. So that's also going to have a play in who's allowed to drive. So that's, there's details that aren't locked in. That's why we can't even say, Oh yeah, you're driving. Um, you know, like, I don't know if we're going to require a cage, um, obviously helmet, stuff like that. And, the likelihood, especially for this first one, is probably something around those lines. Um, I want it to be safe. We're going to have fire rescue EMT there. So leading up to that, actually, um, what's the date? It's in, in next month or no, this month. So first, today's first, yeah. Yeah. So is it 16th or something? Like that? Yeah. Yeah. Like a they're, month doing, they're doing a burnout competition. Um, <laughs> when? So on the 16th? Oh, on the 16th this month? Yeah. Oh, this month? Yeah. Yeah. At, at Deserland. So that's kind of like the like stepping stone into mm-hmm. what we're going to be doing. And I guess like, yeah, 16th, yeah, anyone can enter. Um, I think it's like 20 bucks to enter. And then it's a $200. $20 day of the show. Yeah, or 15 or something. But anyway, again, they're just, they're trying things. They don't like, there's this empty parking lot in the back. They're going to barricade it off. Um, mm-hmm. You know, make like the square cube for you to do the burnout in. And then it's a comp. I don't know how they're running it. Right. Not, we're not really a part of that, but. But it's good it, to see it, that they're they're really open minded about mm-hmm. stuff like this. Yeah, but, you and, know, uh, I think I think that shows you like mm-hmm. you know the fact that they're like, yeah, let's do a different like on just you know. Of course, they don't really understand all of it, um, but safety and us talking about like we're really pushing that with them. We're like, we don't want this to go south and mm-hmm. create a negative thing for drifting in Orlando. So that's a huge factor right now. Um, we have. They're, they're looking at the barricade situation. Mm-hmm. I think Monday um, they have contractors come out to kind of look at stuff, price stuff. And um, what, what? Is, it's, not an open, it's not an open parking lot, like a skid pad. There's 
literally curved mm-hmm. concrete islands all throughout it. Which that, makes it kind of cool. That we <laughs> and dangerous. We have a route through that has, you know, enough wide areas to... But the way this one lot that we're using is, it's but, really, the islands are really pretty far apart. And there's, and yeah. like I said, Ben saw it. There's like these kind of cool elevation changes through it. Um, and there's these massive oak trees where uh, at least one spot I'd like for the cars to kind of, there's like an inner clip area that they could probably go around underneath an uh, overhang of oak, oak trees with like smoke. And, right. you know, I just visually, I think it would look cool. Um, yeah. And it, it'll be challenging, honestly, for the drivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, we got to try and make it, make it safe for everybody. So. Yeah. Now you've been getting a lot of um, attention ever since you made this post, correct? Mm-hmm. What's probably the most common question that you've been getting? Just the driver's situation, to be honest. Um, I mean, I knew that. Like, obviously, it's like the filter dreams. You build it, they will come kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, and I was about to say earlier, like, I've had this dream in Orlando, like, to we need, like, a park. We need, like, a or at least a mid-pond kind mm-hmm. of situation. Driftland USA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, like, just something along those lines. And, you know, I think if, if we make Desilin happy – um, and we show them the value, which, you know, the value is getting people in the building and having fun and being a part of the community. Like who knows where we could grow this going into the future. And I think that's, that part for me is exciting. And I think that's the part that I'm like really, really wanting to see fruition of. Um, so first one we're going to get through, it's going to be yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> if everything, if everything was a workout, um, the way you wanted it to, what could this pops possibly turn into? I mean, who knows? I'd like to see them continue to want us to come back, yeah. and but, but maybe the, they'll invest more into um, the area that we use, or maybe um, there's other opportunities. Maybe they see potential to yeah. invest so the, somewhere. Else. The way it was kind of worded to us is: if we show the value, and basically <laughs> a certain person likes it that we could then maybe even go further and modify the parking lots. Um, And then who knows from there, like they have extra land in the back. I know they're trying to do like a tiny home village around the lakes in the back, which is kind of random and cool. And, you know, I've had this, you know, once, once you see the, what's there, there's this huge, it's literally the size of the, of the skid pad, a grass area, um, which you could do probably like live music and bands. You could do, we pitched like doing like a movie night on the wall, like with a projector. Oh, okay. Drive-in. Uh, yeah. Like a drive-in. We're, we're actually maybe going to see if we can do um, a viewing party for FD, maybe at the bowling alley. They have massive TVs at the end of each lane. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just like so much potential there, but you know, in the end, like I'd kind of like it to see it as like a mini festival. I think, you know, like a, a mini grid life, a mini hyperfest, which is going on right now. Obviously it can't be that it's not that mm-hmm. you know, it's not a raceway, but like you could have with that, if we can get access to that BMX park or that little area, like you have all the recipes that have something on a smaller level that could be even multi-day, maybe going to the future if they see the value of it. So you can have like, you can, you can have like this full massive and only reason I'm thinking about is because we did, I don't know if you saw um, the human baton thing that we did uh, at nine 11 at Fort Lauderdale beach. Yeah, um, taxi so, guys so, were there, right? The huh? The taxi guy, the garage guys were I think there, right? Yeah, taxi garage. It was um uh, team uh, Jackson, Chris Jackson, Jackson Performance. He's the one that organized the drifting in of that um huh world famous world famous Chris Jackson yeah. <laughs> and Team Jackson. There there was the that was he was the one that organized it. He he also does um he runs U.S. Drift Circuit. 
So he organized the drifting end of that. But um, the Hume Baton actually is affiliated. And I think the same producers that produce the American Ninja Warrior also produce Hume Baton. This is going to be a show that comes out. One reason why I'm thinking about this is you have all these, I mean, you can have like a full relay race. Like you can have somebody, you know, do something to BMX and then go to the trampoline park and then go do some bullying and then throw some axes and run out on a drift car. Like <laughs> you can just have this massive relay just in the yeah. complex. That'd be yeah. kind of interesting. That'd be sweet. I mean, it just sounds, it sounds like a dreamland, honestly, yeah. but everything that I've been hearing up to now. I mean, it really, it, it just has like, like just even going there on your own on a regular day, just there's always going to be something random going on. There's always going to be like some kind of like there was an RV meet, like, like huge. <laughs> like, That's okay. awesome. That's awesome. Check out my RV, man. Like, I just, I just say, got like, a new stove. <laughs> um, last minute elite tuners, I think ended mm-hmm. up. using them, And so now elite tuners, I guess I'm, I'm not into that world that much, but um, I know they're one of the bigger ones around the country, mm-hmm. but they are signed on now to use Desilin next year full on. They're taking over the whole complex, nice. um, which, you know, like Desilin was happy. You know, they, they only had the little, they have like this events area, um, like kind of little uh, convention. They have, they had a concert there last week. Um, but <laughs> that, that area is all they used mm-hmm. and I think some cars outside of it, but uh, they used a small portion and it was really a good turnout. And how often, how often are they going to do that elite tuners? Uh, I think that's once a year um, for that, that thing. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing too, is they're like, they're telling us like, you know, like if you want to, anybody that's not drifting, um, or not, you know, like some of the cars that are, you know, a little nicer condition, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we can literally fill the pretty much almost at least half the building. If we really want to inside with oh, cars, wow. like Earth, Earth Skyline was in there. Tuesday night, Tuesday night. Okay. Um, for, for we have JDM Legends. Um, That's a really good one of the meet. local like car meets that was at Ace Cafe. Um, and he moved this whole thing over to that one because, you know, it just it hit and it sparked. And then everyone's like, wow, we want to be there. So everything is, at least in Orlando, is really starting to center around it and that's because of what they're pushing they you know they want the car community there they want the car community to have this space to do fun stuff and, mm-hmm. and like you can you could have your birthday party there like literally you can it's you know or a kid even a kid's birthday party um and then touching on that i think that's a really good um unique thing about this venue too is you can have drifting and take your family and, right. and you know if you're from out of town like you guys are in south florida or even out of state like you can if your wife's not in the cars, you can be like, Hey, we're going to go to this, we're going to Disney, but we're going to hit this, you know, drift thing. <laughs> but like, there's literally so much to do. There's, there's restaurants everywhere on I drive. There's again, there's uh, premium Disney. outlets. Premium outlets is like right around the corner too. Right across the street. Yeah. So, like we were, uh, or our friends, John was from Orlando drift, which we're, they're going to help us out a little bit too. They're ones did the OKC battle. Mm-hmm. Um, they he he was over there checking out the place and he's like I want I want to go over to Vans real quick to the outlet and you know mm-hmm. so it's like there's a lot there's a lot to offer I think that's just unique and I, yeah I hope really people see the value in it and that's what we have to kind of create um, but okay so there's still a lot of details like as far as um, the run groups or if you're doing run groups or if you're doing uh, time slots when the drifting is going to be. Yeah, what when enrolling is and spectators is yeah. that's when are you when are you gonna be able to start announcing all those details? Hopefully really soon. Um 
we're trying to lock in as, as of right now, drifting wise, I think we've locked in like 10 to three. Um, as far as a window, I don't know if we're doing it the whole time, maybe take mm-hmm. a break or however that works out. Um, that's kind of tentative, but otherwise, yeah, it's just, it's locking down the schedule. And that's what I, I think we are going to try and create is more of a, a schedule um, mm-hmm. so that you have, you can do, see everything. You know, we don't want it to be like AD, like, okay, where do I go? Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of want to create like an experience. And, and that's what they want us to do is like, you know, you have the drift. And then you go into this, you know, we, we're going to have food trucks there. We're going to have vendors there. Okay. Um, we've already got a few vendors that have signed on and they're all just community car mm-hmm. community. Um, so then after that, like we go into the building and kind of use, utilize the building and have fun. Mm-hmm. And, and you can honestly just go do your own thing. Like I said, there's ax throwing place in there that's we're um, we might try and see if they can maybe get involved with um, the event, but we'll see. And then, all the other stuff that's in there is just fun. Plus, uh, you know, most of the drifters are, are like to partake in the, um, adult beverages. So they have adult <laughs> beverages there. So that's also, <laughs> you know, that's a big, I think a big thing for somewhere like that. Obviously not before the driving, but you know, afterwards <laughs> that kind of after party, we could mm-hmm. literally do an after party. Just walk over, walk over walk to right it. Over to yeah. It. You're, like you're, Cause where we're doing it is right. Um, is the back close to an entrance, yeah, back so entrance of the, and that's, that's what they wanted, um, which makes sense. So we're going to have like kind of the, the, um, the spectator area. And then it's like, it's like funneling you right back into the building. So everything's going to be visual. Um, as far as the drifting, you're going to have a good, good view. We're working on whether we're just going to do on one side or maybe two, or even kind of encapsulate depending on how the barricade situation and fencing and all that goes crowd control. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise you're, you know, you're going to have your vendor area and then it's going to come inside. Um, and then it just opens up into you know, his man cave as he calls it, which oh, in honest, yeah. Yeah, when you think nice. of it like that, you're like, it really makes sense. You know? Yeah. Um, it's more like a man, like mountain. I don't know. It's like, oh, it's like a village or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man palace. That's for real. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anything else uh, you want to announce uh, before we let you go? Since uh, we're gonna get uh, our next guest yeah. uh, lined up. One one real quick thing. One, we want everybody to just come out and have fun. Um, please, you know, please come. Please have fun. Check the place out before if you want. Um, obviously, the next thing is, again, this is a venue that should not be offering us this, but they are because it's you know they're what they are. So please respect the place. Um, don't go in there drifting anytime outside mm. of this. Um, same with the brat. Like they're offering a place for people to do burnouts. They're offering, you know, at least to experience drifting, not necessarily you will be drifting uh, per se, but like they're, they're creating this environment. Like don't go ruin it, you know, mm-hmm. which could easily happen. So kind of a call out to at least, at least the drifting community, just, just respect it coming, going. If you're just going in there to hang out, like, you know, they, we don't want it to go away off of mm-hmm. something. So, yeah, that's right. a one in a million chance. Yeah. With that. And then where, where can they find information? Um, so our Instagram is Drift Adventures. Um, we're finally got a logo. We're trying to build that also. And um, Facebook uh, is the same. Uh, working on a website. And then, honestly, like I said, I follow Desertland. They have Desertland Park, uh, Orlando, Desertland Auto Museum. Um, I have like three. And then Desertland uh, Cars and Octane, which is their monthly car meet. Okay. Um, uh, which there is kind of like their overall general everybody, which we went to it and it was actually a really killer turnout. It had 
shops, literally everything. JDM, mm-hmm. BMW, Exotics. Nice. It reminds me of Tower Shops. Those are their events that anyone yeah, can have, including the Strips event. But constantly going. Once we, they have a date decided, but just once they get the time and the more details, then they'll start posting. And we will, um, obviously, too. And, you know, uh-huh. we'll help market that as well. So. Well, we look, I don't know. I look forward to coming up there and yeah, spending a day up there and getting to meet you guys in person. That'll be great. And just spend up the day up, bring my family, just have a great time. Yeah. Thank you guys for wanting to be involved too. It's uh, whatever you need. We're, we want to help you in any way we can. Yeah. I I know your heart. I know where your heart is. And I see just the genuineness in your character that I can see what your goal and your plan is for it. So we are behind you 100%. Absolutely. I appreciate that. You all right. Have fun. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. All right. Uh, I want to thank uh, Ben and Amber again for joining us. Uh, guys, don't forget to check them out on the social media channels, the Drift Adventures, and stay tuned for more information. Uh, until then, uh, thank you, Ben and Amber. Good night. Good night, guys. Good night. All righty then. So uh, let me just get things sorted out here. And okay, okay. So you ended that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. And yeah. is um Magic Mike ready to go? Oh boy! Oh, I'm ready. There he is. I should have asked. I was ready, right? What's good? What's good, Mike? Oh man, it's finally winter coming up around here, so it's getting colder. Oh, it's not. Uh, it's 100 degrees here. Yeah. yeah oh. <laughs> is it still? Yeah. yeah. No, we, we got cool mornings. It's it's, it's like, like 89, 89 degrees. In 89 morning. degrees in the morning. It's just humid. Oh, That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping it would be a little bit cooler. No, nah, you'll be okay. You'll be okay next week because they're they're we're we're all the way down south by Miami. So we're on yeah. the tip. Yeah, we're yeah. on the tip. Oh, okay. We're on the tip. <laughs> yeah, it's tropical okay, down here for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so no, what's I'm good, good Mike? You're you're driving like crazy, man. Yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of how we roll around our parts and opposition. So, um, yeah, I'm just going nonstop getting ready for uh, the next two events that are the last ones for the season. So gearing up to leave next week for clutch kickers. And then after that, we have uh, Riverside in Indiana. Oh, wow. And what was it? You just did an event. What was the last event you just did? Uh, We just went out to Kill Care Speedway in Ohio and did a No Star Bash uh, X with um, the Midwest Drift Union guys, Drift Indie guys. So that was super fun. Dustin Miles was out there, Um, Corey Talaska for the other big guys, and then just a ton of locals. I think it was like 175 drivers. Wow, 175 drivers. One day? No. Well, no, it was a weekend event. Oh, okay. So it was like, all right. 175. <laughs> I don't think I've ever. Is, I, that what, is that the highest you've ever? I don't think I've ever heard of. I, I, I mean, uh, I think the biggest one I'd have to say pre in recent years would have been Winter Jam mm-hmm. um, okay. before oh, COVID, yeah. just because they got they got they get use a ton, a huge crowd out there and they have the big facility yes. for mm-hmm. it. Um, so that's always been pretty big, but I'd say for uh, the Midwest and Ohio, that for me that was the biggest I've seen at that track. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That's nuts. That is incredible. I thought a lot of cars at uh at uh, Sebring was was yeah. Like we had like what like 60, <laughs> like 70 cars. Well, that's a lot. <laughs> typically is that's yeah, that's on yeah. average that is a that is a decent size yeah, event. Yeah. I mean, look, even clutch kickers right. typically only pulls between forty and but 50, now they're full. But fully, this yeah. event, it's this packed. event, it's a packed field. This it's gonna be a marathon. Like 
I'm looking. I'm, I'm just gonna say it's packed. <laughs> I'm just gonna say sold out. Yeah. Oh, man. So so how's the car run? I mean, I, you know, I've seen just like at the beginning of the season. You like I've said before, you you've gone through some issues, but man, that last round you had it. It seemed like you had it dialed in. Yeah. Um. It's you know it's just racing. Um. We started the season and had a we're trying to get like a nice engine package because i think the last year we were running a stock one jvvti block wow. so we were kind of wringing that thing's neck and we knew uh going into this year it kind of was just we had kind of been on hopes and dreams with those rods so we had this motor i guess the story was it had been put together by someone else in the past mm-hmm. and it got checked again by another shop and that was the motor that blew up the second round. Oh, oh. Um, the turbo that blew up the first round mm-hmm. was actually a turbo that had been on the car for like six years. Oh. So, yeah. one and we had a spare at the shop. So it's just one of those scenarios where, um, yeah, just luck, kind of that bad luck bear hit me, hit us at the beginning of the season, and we were allowed. You know, now we have two of two turbos. We kind of have two of everything type sense and our motor package now from uh, Millennium Motorsports is who built the one we've been running ever since that bad motor. And yeah, it's, you know, a tune from divulge and I've tuned that motor once and we just put oil shapers oil in it and mm-hmm. the methanol and just keep, keep <laughs> shredding those federal tires off the thing. Yeah, man, you, you freaking, you've been killing it, man. And, and, and it's like definitely, it one of my favorite drivers and of course yeah. oh, anytime everybody hears me on a live stream right it's like this guy's freaking biased man <laughs> <laughs> i'm like well you know i we're allowed to have our favorites right and 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 i will say that like um before clutch kickers i had seen you do some videos here and there and i've i've seen i think you did a video where you went to japan one time um yep. but like you, you when you see that but then when i got to able to, was able to witness you driving in person i was like wow okay and it was like instant fan status just because yeah. of the style, the aggression, um, the full commitment, right? Yeah. That you had. Um, I just love it. So yeah, I became a fan. So yeah, so I am biased. Oh well, you know, people get over it. <laughs> it's the oldest <laughs> style too of drifting, too. It is. But what what uh, but yeah. speaking of your driving style, like who are like some main influences growing up? Oh man. Um I kind of came in it, I think I was like oh two, oh three. So option videos, initial D, I'm gonna have to say off top, it was for like attitude, personality. It was Nomakin. Yeah. Because yeah, he was yeah, always yeah. cracking yeah. jokes, you know, doing, mm-hmm. making everything fun. Uh, so I got a lot of like, I took a lot off that because I've always just been that kind of personality, like jokey, fun, kind of laughing mm-hmm. type, making mm-hmm. jokes. So I aligned with that always. And then, I mean, I have to say, recent years, Daigo Kuroi was a big one back in the day before, unfortunately, RP he passed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd say Daigo in recent years with just his level of aggression always. And um, when I was kind of coming up in the competition series is like XDC and stuff back, you know, in late 2000s, coming into 2010 and stuff, it would have to be like Forrest Wang because right. he was always the guy that had the flashy big mm-hmm. three piece wheels, full race turbo kit. And this was down, before yeah. all that. Yeah, he had all that stuff and he would throw it and drive real hard so he was always the driver to kind of look to beat you know at the events as well as chelsea denofa so yeah i mean i kind of we all came up at the same time you know so those guys are kind of uh they're kind of like my peers but i still look up to them a lot for what they've done um the driving they still continue to do and it kind of just keeps me going as well like i, I have to say that 100 about chelsea 
Because, mm-hmm. you know, like I think a memorable one was Texas when he was kind of coming around that clip, almost like reeling it backwards. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I swear a tear came to mind. I'm like, well, shit, I, I was like, man, I got to strap my boots back on because he can't be the only one out here doing this. So, you know, <laughs> that's what I love to see, too. So those kind of drivers, just the ones that I guess wouldn't usually put that impact in people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Else is definitely one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I got to ask you, and this is a question <laughs> that uh, some of my uh, uh, colleagues over here were wondering throughout the whole event, like, what does your playlist consist of? <laughs> oh, man. So the funny thing about that event is actually, finally, I literally just turned the music on the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I just got out of my head. I stopped thinking about everything. Like, you know, I feel like I've always done this pretty naturally. It kind of just comes to me. So when I start thinking, I feel like that's when I kind of do too much. Um, but actually, this round, it was the uh, new uh, Young Dolph mixtape paper out empire so i was bumping that memphis that memphis south rap the whole time in there Um, yeah just yeah yes (laughs) i'm just yeah i was just feeling it and just stayed in the zone and kind of got like again got out of my head and just focused on every battle like every run just pull up to the line i know what i'm doing so i don't Mm -hmm. need to think about what i need to do i just kind of do it right um, so I have, I have a question. So you're doing a lot of these events. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you going to start, you know, pushing towards going pro or is that in the works? Yeah. So, yep. So next year, um, truck definitely the, on the plan of next year is prospect. Um, mm-hmm. It's just too hard to think about eight rounds. I do still want to participate in clutch kickers. Right. Um, I'd like to reach out back up into Canada and get into some DMCCs again. There's a great mm-hmm. community up there. Um, and then all the other cash events around the States. So I think the four rounds and the financial, you know, burdens of that is a lot more realistic, um, as far as then having to commit to eight rounds and all that entails with team and the workings and not having the data that a lot of these, my peers have. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. uh, kind of coming in and gathering my own in- information at this new level. Cause I've been around, I got to FD in 2014, but mm-hmm. I uh, only did two rounds, so right. definitely making that push next year. Um, yeah, so that's it's just been a build because the other car was supposed to come together a little faster, the pro car that I'm building. Oh, okay. um, but with the blown motor in the beginning of this year and some of those setbacks, I had to put mm. a lot more of my time into kind of getting this setup, the clutch kicker set car set up um, solid and kind of now it's hitch free. Now it just burns tires. Mm-hmm. So now I've been able to shift my focus back onto the other 14 chassis um, and get that buttoned up. So that'll be hopefully done and come around like February time. Okay. And so, so, so you've been in the game for a long time and we often talk about drifting is really a small portion when it starts to turn into a professional career, the drifting aspect, the driving aspect really comes. uh, I don't know. Some people even say only 10% of really what your program involves. How is that other 90 or so however you want to divide it up, that other majority percent, how is that, what have you learned and, and how are you um, taking what you've learned for this new attempt to go to pro, if that makes sense? In the past, um, I was putting a lot of my f- hopes in, you know, performance. So mm-hmm. I'd always podium, podium, win, win. And I was like, okay, I get these, I get the performance. 
I should be able to get some of the backing when I go into the market. Mm-hmm. Well, the irony with that is that kind of happened the same time as Instagram jumped off in about 2011, 2012. Yeah. Mm. And I'll just take that hard to swallow pill. I'm like an old head yeah. in the sense that like <laughs> my phone, literally I'll type out a like post and then it'll like shut off. Right. And then I'm just, I got 30 million things to do yeah. and I'm over right. it. So <laughs> definitely I've learned that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like, I, I've realized I'm like the best as a driver, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of these guys, there's a lot of guys out there that are like, you know, a good 30, 40% marketing there, mm-hmm. but their driving side is the, is where they keep trying to catch up with is mm-hmm. as a driver they're you know, 40% there, but they got all the other stuff lined up, mm-hmm. but they just don't have the driving down yet. Mm-hmm. So I've, you know, found that that's where my time is in the cars, the setup and the driving is where my time is better invested. And recently we've kind of got a younger guy doing our media uh, push the limits, Daniel. So that's why you're seeing more content. And as we're moving forward, we're just stacking up, getting a camera, getting a better computer. And like, it's just me and two other friends that are really a part of my team. Yeah. So we all just kind of hustle on our own side and put everything we have into it and everything we can while still surviving on the back end. And it's one of those, Kind of just, I haven't rushed the process because it's a big money thing. You know, you got to, mm-hmm. it's a lot of money. A, it's, I know it's a luxury. Yes. So I'm blessed to be able to have this kind of fun. Yeah. Yes. So for me to then go out and kind of portray that like, oh, no one wants to sponsor me. It's hard to get money. Oh, like no. life's hard. Right. So yeah. yeah. It's taken this amount of time and I'm not like, I guess there's a little bit of me about me that's frustrated in that. But uh, the other side of me is. I, in the timeline I've had, I've been able to weed through pretty much this whole industry mm-hmm. and now kind of like fam, friends and family are left mm-hmm. and moving forward, all those things are kind of falling into place now in my team, my team sense, whereas other guys have different types of programs mm-hmm. um, where I think right now media is kind of the last mm-hmm. thing catching up to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my own fault. I mean, I dropped my own ball on that because I never grew up with my phone in my hand, you know, taking this, doing that, that I was just before that era, just like just before. Yeah. We were all, we all was here saying the same way. So it's it's hard for us to do that as well. Yeah. So I've just been trying to find the, uh, the artistic brain slash young guy, like we're kind of getting into now that has like that passion for it wants to change, like grow with it and has that like dedication with his time that he's willing to give up some, you know, money, but to take the experiences and start growing his skill set as well and kind of grow as a team. So mm-hmm. it's been a hard find for all those right people, but I mean, sometimes it just takes time. So, so that's just, uh, that's just, I guess my path has just been the well, enjoy we, it. Go ahead. No, I would say we've seen that with other, I mean, Chelsea for a while there, I think he was doing, he was really record shopping a lot of other events and it took him a while to push for pro and he was okay with that. Yeah. Like he mm-hmm. seemed like, you know, he was getting pressure from a lot of the other people that were his fans. Hey, you got to go pro, get a pro. Cause he was killing that little Miata. Remember back in the day in yeah. that Miata, he was killing it and he was doing a lot of events and he was doing great. E36. And he, he, yeah. In the E36 and yeah. he took his time and I, and I think, I think you're doing the right thing. So, and I, and I think it's going to pay off. Well, 
I like to think so. In fact, I'm I'm kind of in that boat now. Where I'm like, it's like when you a jail type thing. Like I've I've invested so much of my life to this. It's like yeah. I'm in for life. Like <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just stuck like Chuck. Yeah. Now it's yeah. not a bad place to be stuck because there's great people around racing and motorsports. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've just pretty much pushed everything that honestly a lot I feel like other people have on their plates. I've just kind of tunnel vision that always, you know, not worried about this, not worried about grown up mm-hmm. shit. I'm just like, right. how can I keep enjoying it, life, having fun and, you know, getting out there and hanging with my friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a question. What is your approach to chasing dr- other drivers? Uh, I think uh, we asked one driver, I think Alex Schlegel, his approach mm-hmm. was to look at the tires, the front wheels, the front wheels. Uh, do you agree with that or do you have a different approach? Uh, no, I, I mean, everybody's got their own approach, right? So yeah. I'm not going to, you know, bam, bam. But <laughs> my approach in following, it's like, it's like, it's like a drag in the beginning. It's, it's like, in essence, it's weird to say it like that, but it's like a drag race where the guy, if the guy's obviously he has to be leading, so he's going to be in front of you, mm-hmm. but it's that essence of like a mental note where it's like, don't ever let him get away. Mm-hmm. Like there can't be a gap. There shouldn't be a gap. If there's a gap, I suck. I'm doing <laughs> something wrong. You know, like even after I feel like, you know, I win a battle, I'll watch the footage afterwards and I'll be like, oh, I could have been closer, you know? <laughs> and in the moment, it feels like you're right on doors. So it's that constant push for momentum and forward movement. Um, I don't really look, I can't say that I'm like fixated on the lead driver's car. As much as like it's um, I, I feel like I go into broad vision, right? Mm-hmm. So I know what I'm doing. So the my broad vision basically with momentum and you know the change in things in the environment coming towards you, it's just that essence of I know on track when I'm coming in on someone's door and I know he's gonna have to transition because I know mm-hmm. where I might on track. Mm-hmm. So it's that essence of just knowing where you can give and take and following just the dynamics of what the other driver's doing, you know, his line might not be perfect, but you can see where he's going to go next based mm-hmm. upon his transition or where he's pointing his car. Mm-hmm. And then usually that means I can set up for transitioning earlier behind him to dive on the next corner or, um, so it's, it's hard for me to do like explain it because I feel like, yeah, chasing, there's so many constantly changing dynamics that, it, to me, it's just like ride doors, stay with them, mm-hmm. uh, push them around the track. You know, right. that's kind of the usually it looks the best when you're yeah. pushing someone around the track. Absolutely. I mean, but something that's interesting in, in, in your chase game, because you have a lot of uh, even in your leads, well, mostly in your leads, you have a lot of angle and, and snappy transitions, a lot of style, but you still carry that into your chase and still are able to keep up, which is unreal to me. Like how how do you do that? I just want to know. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm kind of like in that boat where I'm like, well, I'm looking at other people like, why isn't that? How come this? Is, like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like if anything, I'm putting when I do that, I'm thinking in my head, I'm trying to give myself the most level of advantage on track, right? Like mm-hmm. most more angle, and if I can carry the speed, which I mean, it seems like can. Um, a lot of that's just left for braking. So mm-hmm. I just stay. I don't like to lift. Because when you lift, you're, you know, you're not going forward anymore. Right. So it's like if I'm on throttle, I'll left foot brake and ride the brake just to adjust how much my car can push forward 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then usually when you're already breaking, it means you have more you can let off and push more right. forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the key to me is if I can transition before a driver, get back on the gas and get on the brake, then I've already created like a modulation zone where I can then dictate how close I want to get. Now, if you're tapped out, pedal to the floor, like with Hanadell and those final battles yeah. when the cars are all really gripped up, there's really nothing left in the car. You actually have to sometimes start trying to dial grip, tr- dial angle out mm-hmm. so that I can keep up because a lot of times those guys going that fast, they don't have angle, like a lot of angle. They're just mm-hmm. really fast. Mm-hmm. So I have to take my angle down a notch to be able to maintain that speed. Mm-hmm. Right. Huh. Um, the wall. Leave it or the remove wall. it? The Oh, the touch and go wall. I mean, I I was the first person to say, just put a K-rail there. <laughs> I can vouch out there. I can like, I'm not a full wall. It's, it's one of those, like, if you're going to put a wall somewhere and you're going to call something a touch and go, essentially, you should potentially maybe be able to touch it and go. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, I looked at that wall. And after, like, last year, you guys, if you watched any of the last year's stuff and the different judging with like, if you hit a cone, if this happened, mm-hmm. if that happened, I came to the point where I'm in this mindset. Our, our, lo- our um, saying is, you know, hit the zones, don't hit the cones mm-hmm. because they, they say you can hit the cones with like your rear bumper and this and that, but it's like, it's a situation I don't even want to be involved in. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Mike doesn't hit a cone. Mike doesn't drop a tire. Mike doesn't touch the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you don't he doesn't yeah don't yeah don't leave it for chance don't leave it for chance i like the yeah. K-Rail I'd, I'd like it to be a wall just because then i wouldn't be afraid to, to be walking that like what i call the three foot danger zone yeah, yeah. once you approach that three feet lap after lap you know you're only two inches away from rubbing a wall so yeah it, it's going to happen. So that's where I'd, I'd say just wall it. And then if that's yeah. where you want us to be, put a wall there. Right. If people really hit it, you'll know it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like the wall idea. It's kind of making it like Long Beach. But thinking about it, man, that would have sucked for Andrew Maurer. Andrew uh, Maurer been toast. <laughs> yeah, because he. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the, the flip side of that. He probably would have aborted mission way yeah, before that. That's, that's, a good point. that's a good point. That, yeah. yeah, when you have like a soft barrier, your brain already goes, ah, you can hit it. If worst case, you, get zero, you know. So yeah, that's. I think that, it's just to me when you when you want so much and the level we're trying to drive at, and the money on the line, just the level of competition means you really need those. No questions. You know, you don't want people thinking in their head. It could have gone this way. It could have gone that way. You kind of want, I think at this point in the sport, you want viewers to be able to tune into drifting and maybe they don't know all the direct judging stipulations, but if you can watch something many times and see things, and then you feel a thing, most people feel it's going a certain way and it goes a different way on some technicalities. It makes people, it turns people off that don't really love the sport because they can't understand the sport. Right, you know, mm-hmm. and that's where I think the disconnect a little is. Right. So, aside from driving, have you ever been involved with like organizing events or judging events? Do you ever get called to do that? Oh, I've, I've yeah, I've judged many of like you know pro am events, the local stuff. Um, I've judged a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, I've I can't say I've like thrown an event. I've been a part of events that are thrown, you know, whether it be mm-hmm. commentating or judging or mm-hmm. com- yeah, one of those two. 
Right. Um, but that's usually how I've been involved. And yeah, it's, it's usually judging. Did yeah. you enjoy it? <laughs> that was a quick answer. All right, no said. <laughs> the, the, the hard part about judging uh kind of like lower end competition like under pro am is like you have a field of drivers that want to get judged and they want to win. But a lot of times it's, you know, there's if you're looking at it the way I came into the sport, which is your wheel straighten, it's a zero. Mm-hmm. You kind of go more than two tires off, it's a zero. You know, those those main factors that like you can't just there's that's just clean cut. Now, I feel like people don't they don't want you to say zero because they want to be able to still be ranked, but they might not be good enough to actually put a real score on the board. Mm -mm. So you have to sit here in your head and like I may have given a guy five zeros in a run, but I got to give him like 10 points or I got to (laughs) figure out some level of a scale. You got to give him a participation trophy. It's difficult. I enjoy it. When it's like guys kind of like my own level and higher yeah. um, because it's drifting to me. I, 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 I like drifting, but to me, like it really does to me turn towards an entertainment sport. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas since there's no time so that we can all be judged 100% fairly, mm-hmm. you're on this like it's a spectacle type thing. So there has to be some sort of a soft balance between technical and the, the experience, the show. Right. Um, and that's where I think competition driving kind of starts cutting out the full spirit essence of like how drifting started because they're trying to judge everybody on a level scale. So they have to create all these boundaries, mm-hmm. but in those boundaries, you don't have guys doing the most they could be doing to put on a best show. That's right. what we've been saying. We wanted to turn drifting into uh, like uh, wrestling. Like wrestling. Have you guys uh, heard of a driver or seen some posts online? His name is Chris Hackinson. No. Oh, Sounds no. familiar. Okay, just remember that name. So just, you know, he, he's going to pop back in here. He was from back in the day, but He's all about like, yeah, Randy Savage. Yeah. You know, back in the day, we had a video where we mm-hmm. kind of in the MDU where we uh, talked like wrestling smack before oh. an event, and that was that was the joke. So yeah, no, yeah, we, we we talked about talked about doing that um a long time ago, but also which is a sport of drifting, and in the way, so there's still a lot of people that don't know about drifting, don't know what drifting is. You can go somewhere, right. oh, what do you do? And you're like, well, I do drifting, or and people, oh, what's that? Right. So you you're still showing a video and trying to explain it, but. I see it as you remember when they first started doing um, monster trucks, they didn't do them in the stadiums. Right. What they do, they actually used to race, right? Mm-hmm. They used to race around a track and it was a big track and they didn't get many spectators, right? Because there were these yeah, big I don't tra- think I saw monster truck in that era. Huh? Racing. I don't think I ever watched racing uh, monster truck. Yeah, they used stadium. to. No, they, yeah, they used to race and it was, it was, a, yeah. it was this race, right? Um, but the evolution of monster trucks, they kind of freestyle. was the freestyle. Yeah. The judging part of it, the the wow factor that really encapsulated the the audience, what what drove the fans to watch Monster Truck, and and I see, I could see some of that happening now with a lot. You see a lot more of the tracks are ovals, right? It's being more fan focused, right, and putting the drivers in an arena, almost like a coliseum. Me and Ben talk about you know like the Roman Coliseum, and putting on this this battle, this show. Whereas you know as well as I do that some of the most exciting drifting and the most skillful drifting are those hundred and something mile an hour entries going through these massive tracks and ripping through it that are 
in our definition, more exciting, mm-hmm. um, a stronger show of talent for the drivers, especially being able to tandem that close. But when it comes to a drifting as a sport, I just see the evolution. I, I, I think I see it going that way, like the monster trucks, right? It's going to be in this Coliseum and it's battle style, like formation where everybody can kind of watch it and be right. Be, it'd be I mean, a I've been show. saying it for frick 10 years now, like, all these people kind of building these drift specific tracks, not to like not to single out clutch kickers, but all around the country and the world, they're starting to build these drift specific tracks. Jumps. We need yeah. jumps. <laughs> like, even if it's like an outside line that's got a kick up. So if you stay on mm-hmm. throttle, the back right. end pops off the ground. Like we've we've been telling the them we've been, t- we've been telling them that they ahead. need to pave the uh the little ramp area and have the uh, where clutch kickers where they you know where people always usually drive off. And jump. Yeah, oh, yeah, section. yeah, yeah. At the end of turn at zone one. Yeah. yeah, it needs to be like, you know, because I've, I've driven actually some tracks that have some weird bumps in the pavement. If you hit it right, it'll mm-hmm. offset your car. And um, back when Formula Drift started their Pro-Am, they had Pro-Am Nationals in like 06, 07. And in oh, Laughlin, yeah. Nevada, they actually paved this parking lot. Yeah. And it had this like step up between the two yeah. pavements. Mm-hmm. And I would, I remember driving that literally you'd shift from second to third in the air and then you'd have to land <laughs> yeah, and then enter. Yeah. So hmm. it's just that extra, extra risk because I feel like now the cars are so numb in the sense that you, the angle kits now, I mean, yeah, you really got to spin to spin, you know? Yeah. So to find those new limits, it kind of means you got to create some new juice for the limits, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, definitely. So what about the color of the car? I've always wondered. Black and gold. I love that gold. Yeah. Where did, Thank where, you. Yeah. Where did yeah. that, what was that inspired by? Or is that just, you just randomly uh, picked it? I've always been black and yellow. Like back in the day I had, it was black and like neon yellow wheels. You love that song. Like behind the wall back there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess my, uh, my color has always been black and yellow. And then anytime I would go to paint a car, I just had, I guess you could say like, I couldn't commit to a color. <laughs> so I just be like ah, ah, black. There we go. <laughs> so black was always my cop out, and then I think gold was my first. Like, all right, I'll I'll do a gold chassis because I, you know, I've always liked gold, and mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's just where it has come from and just stayed with. Yeah, because it's definitely a signature. You know, when we see your car. Yeah, De- definitely. Uh, worst car you've driven, and how did it go? And how bad did it go? Like drift car? Drift car. Worst car you drifted. And how bad did it go? Uh, I would have to say S2000. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And like I say the that just steering rack? Their wheelbase, yeah. Oh, yeah. The- <laughs> yeah. Just trying to transition with that thing comfortably was interesting. Um, that, what I'd have to say, is just the worst out of the box. Yeah. Do you feel like Most you were set up on that one? That they were like, oh, let's uh, see if Mike can drift this. <laughs> no, because it was at an event where it was literally this guy that rolled up. It was his street car. And he's like, here, man, see if you can drift it. <laughs> <laughs> you got tires? He's like, yeah, my buddy's got another set of tires for me. So I'm like, all right. And took about a lap and a half to get used to that uh, pivot point. But mm. out of the box, not the, not the most fun. <laughs> I remember the R- RSR. Remember Nopi, uh, the Nopi National days when they were just doing mm-hmm. demos yeah. and oh, had the RSR? Alex Piper was yep. the head driver, yeah. but he had an FD RX7 rack in that thing. Yeah. 
Right, but see, and what do they do with those demos? There's a lot of circles. Yeah, <laughs> just donuts. Figurines <laughs> and donuts. That's true. Yeah. 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 Uh, so are you doing anything in particular to prepare for this event or is this the same program, same playlist, same dance routine, <laughs> same playlist? Ooh, I'm going to say the playlist is going to change because we, you know, new music's always coming out. Um, so that'll probably change. Um, in Ohio, when I was driving the car, that last event you talked about, we finally kind of got to the limits of the power steering. It was overheating a bunch. So I added a cooler to that system. Um, just kind of little stuff like that that we just head out when you do hot laps. Um, so yeah, just the cooler. Um, I got a cool suit in the car now. Yeah. So last round was not fun. Yeah. yeah, I think I pointed that out when I when I was uh, taking forever to announce the winners. I, I got I got I got ridiculed. You talk too. I talk too much. So I gotta stop talking so much. But um, I saw no I was like, man, yeah, yeah, no, no stranger, stranger yeah, drifting, yeah, no, no stranger, stranger to competition. <laughs> they make fun of me so but anyways I, I had pointed it out because i could see it like you were pale i was like is that mike i can't tell yeah <laughs> um uh, it, yeah it was like i must have been operating on adrenaline because the, th the problem was that last hour was top eight to finals and i had a one more time in every battle yep yeah so i didn't really i was not able to get out of the car and really take a break for the last hour and that's after you know how many hours were we in the sun all weekend Mm -hmm. so it was, it was just that last like ring out that mm -hmm. i didn't see it coming like it crept up on me because i didn't even feel it it didn't feel that bad until my body realized it could shut down like mm -hmm. the event's over you've done what you had to do and then it was just like lights out <laughs> it was like yeah like oh, to the man. yeah the worst i've ever experienced absolutely yeah wow. uh we got a question in the chat from ryan deering who asks what newer chassis is mike interested in for the future See, to me, that's a money question. I hate to say it because anytime you switch up anything that drastic, you're going to have to reinvest in parts, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So to me, I'm so, I've am so i been an S-chassis guy from day one. First car was a 9240 90, hatch. Mm -hmm. um, 14 was just the obvious move as far as competition and grip. Um, unless somebody's offering me something to jump into, I mean, it's, it's hard to really – get away from what works, you know? Mm -hmm. Here's a question. How long have you had that chassis? And what's the story? Behind that it? chassis is actually owned by my friend. So that's not like my personal car. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, my personal 14 is still sitting in the garage on jack stands. Oh, interesting. We all know how expensive this shit is. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but that car has been under its paces since about 2016. Okay. And then I completely tore it down and repainted it and kind of did a lot of the updates to it over from last season to this season. Okay. So that's what car, our group of friends, we call it the thrasher because, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. it's mm -hmm. just meant to jump in and thrash. What about your chassis that's in there? How long have you had that chassis? I've had that since 2013. That's when I went from 13 to 14 is in 2013. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. Mm -hmm. Nice. Cool. All right. Uh, and that has a RV that's on an engine stand. That's mm. been waiting to get done for, you know, waiting in an engine shop. So I'm an RB guy. I'm an SR guy. I'm a Jay-Z guy. Those are kind of my root motors. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so where can people follow you uh, over on the Internet? On the Internet, on Instagram, it's Magic Drift or uh, Opposition Racing is the shop page. 
Um, and then on Facebook, there's Magic Mike Pollard. But once again, there's so many dang things I like find I only can do my one Facebook and like <laughs> the Instagram stuff because yeah. like I have like a Facebook page. So Mike Pollard on Facebook or Magic Drift on Instagram. Have you ever heard of uh, this? Is just a music thing. Have you ever heard of DJ Magic Mike? I have. Oh, okay. All right. That, that's a little yep. older school. Like, so when oh, I was really? growing up, DJ Magic Mike cut the record, you know, that was like the bass yeah. music we used to listen to back oh, in the really? day. Okay. Magic Mike, he was, he was the man back. And I was just, wasn't yeah. sure. Cause I mean, he had a name. I was like, I wonder if he's ever heard of Magic Mike or, or see, maybe it was a stripper. Yeah, that, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that kind of all came from the fact that I used to drive the country and all the events like XTC and all the pro-am stuff. Mm-hmm. I was literally like, I don't have a pit crew. Like, it was me in a van, mm-hmm. and I would just drive, like, you know, from Ohio to Arizona straight, Holy show God. up, crew for myself, change my tires, do all that stuff, and still was winning events. And people were like, how do you – what? like, it, it didn't make sense. So more than anything, people would just look at what I'm doing, and they'd be like, it, it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. my suspension setup was outdated. All my mm-hmm. arms were out of geometry. And they're like, <laughs> how do you get so much grip? Right. So that just kind of just came naturally with just the essence of I was just doing it with whatever I had. And it technically it shouldn't have worked as well as it did. Nice. Nice. All right. So one thing I want to nip in the butt quick. uh Oh, it's a statement. It's a statement that I hear all too often across motors drifting in specific. It's it takes a good lead to have a good chase. Well, that's what you guys say. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We we do say that all the time. For the most drivers, it does. You see, you see, and that is what I mean when you say for the most. So it's something that I feel like has been a statement that's been generated mm-hmm. so that it kind of gives that it's like neutrality. Out. It's a cop it's out. A cop out. <laughs> it's a cop it's out. A cop because out. straight see, up, them facing, that? <laughs> what do they tell us in every driver's meeting since we started drifting? The lead car is a moving clipping point. Mm-hmm. Follow him where he goes. So as a good driver, as we're leading and chasing, we should be able to put our car in almost any other position. But technically, they're saying the easiest position to follow makes you the better chaser. So like if a guy gives you a perfect lead run and now you can chase like a magic man, Mm -hmm. now you're a good chaser. But if you can't chase a guy to a different line, that makes him a bad lead car. I don't know. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, we lost him. Oh <laughs> man, are you serious? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. Uh, I'll message him now. Is it we ran out of time? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I started again. Start another one. Let him know that we're gonna get him back. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it cut off at a pretty good point because he got to finish his point there. No, I didn't really get to finish point. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to throw him. your counterpoint. I want to throw my counterpoint in. <laughs> wow. Are we still on though, right? Yeah, yeah, we're still on. We're still on. We gotta yeah. get Magic Mike back. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, message him. Telling you, message him. Yeah, man, you're taking a long time to type. Yeah, man. I'm trying slow. to think about what say, I'm gonna say. We're gonna send you another link. Yeah, just right. say we're gonna. We yeah. lost you. We're it's the same one, link. I believe. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's fine. Ooh, hmm. Wow. So, so, so the saying is, uh, what was the saying that he said? Cause you just like jumped on me, like you're like yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> no, I knew. I've been saying that for a while. He's, he's, oh, it he's, takes a good lead. It takes a good lead to, to have, have a good, good chase. Follow, have a good chase. Hey, don't. And then so the Formula Drift has been saying the same crap. What I'm saying yeah. is a good lead run is going to 
Well, if obviously, they, it makes it a gonna, lot easier. Exactly. I never yeah. said it's not. I never but said. It take, you're saying it takes a good lead to have a, a good, good follow. Well, we could say instead. It doesn't take a good lead to have a good follow. Well, no, we I guess say, it, it makes it, it easy right. to follow if you have a good lead. What we can say instead is a good lead gives more opportunity for a good, good follow. follow. That I think that would be, but typically you don't get a good chase unless there's a good follow. Okay, maybe it's a cop out, but I've but seen... I'm just saying the vast majority of time, it's if it's a, if it's a really cop is really it's crappy lead run, yeah, you see the chase driver staying back and letting him screw up his lead run. Right, give him right. the link or what? He did, he should be. You uh, to give him the link. I don't know. He's got the link. It should him. be the same one. Yeah, it's tell him. Did you tell him to click on the same? Re, re- log in. All right, let's see. Turn off. I just have. I like. I got something to say, and I'm like, "Whoa!" <laughs> You're like, "We're running out of time." <laughs> but that's my point is that. But I have seen where like a lead driver will fall offline, but the chase driver will still get a superior on. chase driver is going to put down a solid chase run no matter what. Exactly. Okay, but what I'm saying is, the most of the time, whether it's a cop most out or of not, the time most of the time, the you just don't see it. Right. Yeah. So I'm like when you got a good thing. lead driver, you got a good lead driver, then you can be like, okay, this is going to be good chase. That guy should chase him really good because yeah. it's a lot easier. It's absolutely a lot easier. Yeah. Are we back? And I'm yeah. back. Oh, there, oh, we, go. there we go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. They try to get rid of you because no, no, they were no, no. No, so my brother's been telling me this all the time and he always rags. I mean, you just gave him so much more ammunition, so I'm not going to hear the end of it. That's okay. It's the truth, though. But yeah, it, it is. I, I, okay. Yeah. But no. what I'm saying is that when we watch it and we see the driving, it's like if the guy, if you know the guy's not a good lead driver, you saw his qualifying run. You just already know, okay, this guy's not, he's not going to chase him well because he's going to want to play it safe. So when you have a good lead driver, there's going to be a good chase because yeah, he makes it easier for him, but a a superior chase driver is going to be able to chase a crappy lead no matter what. But it doesn't make a good, uh, okay. It doesn't make it. It doesn't make it. It makes it easier. Okay. Maybe I should say (laughs) whatever. So my my thing is like having been around the sport for so long and kind of seeing the judging transition the way it has. And how, like, when Japan came in heavy and, like, Daigo just, boom, champion, yeah. boom, was chasing everybody. Yeah. To me, they started to – the emphasis on leads started getting bigger because everyone can lead. Mm-hmm. So it gives them something to actually be able to judge everyone on, like, a very normal basis with mm-hmm. versus, let's say, you know, a lead. To me, I feel like some of the leads aren't perfect, right, because we're not robots. So I mean James Dean, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know some some leads aren't perfect. They might be a foot off of a certain line, or you might miss a zone by a foot. But you may have committed to that zone in that corner thirty yards before the guy that just hit that zone perfectly with less angle, less commitment, but he drove into it perfectly. Mm-hmm. So to me, there has to be like a balance between the way you can drive aggressively and drifting and stylish. And there has to be a transition to way fast driving and low angle because, mm-hmm. you know, now a lot of times too, they say proximity. So the lead car might be on a really good line and the chase cars, if I can show you, he's behind mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. just like this. Yep. And this right. is like, and they're like, Oh, no, <laughs> but, he's, no. but this guy can very much just be like that. Yes. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And that makes it, that's committing to the lead driver's line. So if you're right. following a lead car, it doesn't mean you're following the line he's taking. It yeah. means you're utilizing the same angle he has, the same dynamics he has to mirror the lead driver. So yeah, I feel but, like but, they just, they let a lot slide. But when a driver, hold on, shut well, up. I hate, I hate I when they say the, unchasable sorry. run. That, that just well, yeah, unchasable drives me yeah. nuts. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but what I, but my, 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 my thing I'm more talking about is you have your drivers that, I don't know. They slow down to certain areas of the track, right? And they stall. That that those are the, oh, the those are the crappy lead runs that I see. They may be right, angry right, and right, smoking right. everything like that, but they're freaking dead stalling halfway through the track. Not necessarily clutch kickers, right. but anywhere. Like you're just like, come on. You could obviously right. tell he's not flowing through the track. And those are those are the lead runs that it makes it hard for the chase driver to follow that. Now it's going to separate okay. the, the 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 excellent chase driver. And now we're not talking FD. I'm talking more of the grassroots guys. But it's going to separate. That's where you're going to really see the skill. Is if a guy can commit and follow that crap, you know, roll through his BS, if you could say. And, and it can sometimes the lead driver will do it intentionally. Mm-hmm. Right? Mind to, games, to, uh, mind the mind game garbage. Those drivers obviously separate themselves from the rest. But typically, mm-hmm. when you got a driver that you know what to expect from him, you'd be like, okay, this isn't going to be a good chase run. No, you're right. And that's just where I say, like, I said it like that in the terms of, like, if people started doing more matching of what the lead car is doing, mm-hmm. um, it would then negate some of these unchaseable leads because you'd find two cars in the same position at the mm-hmm. same angle with the same momentum. Mm-hmm. And let's say the lead car does stunt. Then, okay, he definitely slowed because they both had the same angle. Mm-hmm. Why are you on the brakes? But when it's like a guy's already made a mistake a corner before mm-hmm. and he's playing catch up to a car that might be throwing big angle and maybe have to make a correction he's already on a bad line as a chase yeah. car because he made a mistake so mm-hmm. but then that can be used against the lead car saying that then he made you know it's no, just i got you it's, it's yeah but i won't say it anymore <laughs> <laughs> i won't say it anymore and i'll make mention that magic mike told me i'm not allowed to say this <laughs> <laughs> I mean, trust me, a great lead run makes for the potential for an epic battle overall, like right, just a good tandem, right. you know, but there's just so much more room on the track for less than perfection without such harsh judgment, shall I say. I'll yeah. agree with you. I agree with you on yeah. that. So uh, what I was going to say was a good example of what you were talking about matching the lead driver would be uh, 2019 James Dean versus Forrest Wang and Irwindale. Mm-hmm. That, that I think that's that's a prime example of what you're yeah. talking about, and it was just so frustrating to watch that battle and then going one more time over and over again, knowing that really James did not do what Force was doing in the in the lead. He was his headlights were pointing right at his fenders, like it's it's not it wasn't right. But yeah, so that's yeah. where you'll always get me in into the conversation of where we are now with technology, I'm just baffled. We don't have sensors on our steering wheel that tell us if they yeah, go mm-hmm. back to zero, we have angle degrees. Like there should be so we should basically have live telemetry. I feel like almost at this yep, point exactly. to where the judging can be more qualifying based and like collision based mm-hmm. and start being less taking away from driver style performance and what, the judges want specifically and more for what's going to put on the best show 
overall, whether it be more crashes because everyone's pushing harder. Not They know they can't high cheat the angle little guys, so they have to throw angle. That might start making more crashes because people like crashes too. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, but we saw that in qualifying. There was two runs. We did it on a couple shows where they were the exact same scored qualifying run. And you look at the runs, different. they were not even close. Yeah. <laughs> and so that you're right. That human error is just that whether it's biased or it's just the initial impact or I don't know what it is. Um, I mean, always perfect, right? The judges are I always going to be I think it's because you can't literally have like, when you give a 92, that 92 isn't streaming for you to watch against the next run that goes. Exactly. So that as you stack up your scores, you know what you gave a 92. Like in, in human error, you're going to have just forgetfulness or like this didn't look like that, but right. you didn't know it was exactly like that. Mm-hmm. So that's just that little uh, gap that has always made racing to me a lot just so great because, you know, you can't tell me I ain't faster than you because it's on the slip. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. It's definitive. Right. Yeah. It's, so right. Um, a series that actually puts information on the screen while they're while they're driving is a drift masters. I'm not sure if you've seen that or not, but yeah, they'll, no. they'll have the speed of the car, the angle of the car, how, how close in proximity they are, each clipping point that they hit. And there's a ton of clipping points in drift masters. There's like 10 in most tracks. Yeah. So it's like, why is this not being used in more series, especially like a series like formula drift where you Premier would think series. they have the movie, yeah, uh, the, the money, not the movie. The the money. Money. <laughs> so like, why is that not being used is my question. Well, to, to then play devil's advocate, I was I did D1 USA in 2009, mm-hmm. um, and they were using that in-car. Mm. They were testing their system in the cars. Yeah. Um, when I was at New Jersey, I did my sec- first qualifying lap, and like it was great. But when I pulled back in, halfway, well, halfway through that qualifying lap, because it was mounted to the windshield, halfway through the qualifying lap, it fell off the windshield. So... <laughs> I did my lap and they're like, Hey, sorry, you're going to have to do that again. Cause we didn't get any. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, come on. I'm just like, yeah, oh, that's, that's poor execution though. That's poor execution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there, I guess there's always going to be, there's never going to be perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, Uh-oh. Yep. it's just well, one of those trying to find the, the best balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the uh, D1 DOS system, even the modern version of it. it. I think uh, what happens with that is that drivers figure out what it's looking for and they all drive the same way and you kind of lose mm-hmm. the style and everything that really what drifting was in the first place. So, uh, But mm-hmm. there, I do feel like at some point we might have to introduce some sort of machinery, although I'm still like, I think we can do better. Well, you, you, you could take like, so you can do different parameters like, okay, matched angle for how much percentage of the run like how much did, he, did right. the chase driver match the angle of the lead driver right and then you right. then you got the proximity because you know the sensor so you can say okay he was this close this percentage of the run mm-hmm. you, you can use those to aid the judges more like judging aids right um, right right yeah or an average distance between cars throughout right. the run yeah right. yeah but you got to keep in mind that this is racing and one of the goals or the motivations for every driver is to try to exploit the rules or exploit some sort of <laughs> flaw to their benefit to get the upper hand. Yeah, because that sucks, unfortunately, that's just uh, the field that, that we're going to work with. As funny as that is, as a, that is a hundred percent true. I mean, if you look at his uh, racing Ooh, history, everybody's cheated in every era. It's just nuts. Like uh, old school NASCAR. Like you know, um, I remember somebody would uh, 
they put a tank that was too big. And when they tested it, what he would do was he would deflate a basketball, put it in the tank, inflate it in the in the tank. And then when they would uh, measure how much uh, how big the tank was, it was smaller than what it looked like because he had Mm -hmm. a basketball in there. So it's like, you know, so there's always some sort of way to cheat the system. And it's and you see it in different forms of racing and in drifting. It's I just don't want I just don't like when people don't drive each other straight up. Like, yeah, like when they the the, the games and stuff, the the, uh, not 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 letting somebody. (laughs) We're not going to get them started on that. (laughs) But I'm saying not not letting get somebody because how many times you see somebody like and I think this allowing somebody to initiate being in their way and also I don't know. We're not gonna get them. It sounds pretty familiar. It yeah. sounds pretty familiar. Yeah, you. Yeah. I'm gonna stop it. If, we'll, if we'll it's called there. fraud or anything, fraud. But... Yeah. <laughs> all I know, all I know is before I come into anything, I just put my hands up. That's usually yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's never gonna stop though. We're still gonna, unfortunately, it's it's gonna happen. You know. Yep. Yeah. Well, a lot of times you get into the rule books and stretching the rules, like as FD's rule book was formulated over these years. You know, back in Eight years ago, guys were trying to fill like, you know, lead. They're trying to fill their roll cages to get more weight. And they were adding ballast to the cars. And so they had to x-ray some of the cars. And at one point, Chelsea found a loophole in the rule book that was basically like there was no use of mechanical bead lockers of any kind. Oh, yeah. But he was using yeah, he was using like an <laughs> adhesive. So yeah. He, yeah, just, right. he, found, he found and ironically, the funny part about that, the guy who called him out on that at the event was his now teammate and owner, Vaughn. Yeah. 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 So yeah. It, it, all he did was stretch the rules. And then they came back and in their rule book, no mechanical or chemical. So, <laughs> chemical. Yeah. Well, biological. So that's, that's just smart though. That's yeah. you know, that's just seeing where you can find an advantage and using it to your advantage, especially at that level. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. uh, I also think about the uh, black wheels. Oh, uh, like, yeah, people. So you didn't couldn't really see the angle and stuff. Then they couldn't put... see the the brakes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yep, then yep. I think they got around it, I guess, by adding the yellow stripe or white stripe, stripe or something. Yeah, but I saw a car with like a dark gunmetal wheel, and then he had like a dark blue sticker on. I'm like, you can't see that. <laughs> like <laughs> I forgot who it was. I was. Wait, I saw it in Long just, Beach. You just said he had a sticker on it, so you could see the sticker. <laughs> yeah, but it, when the car was stopped, I saw the sticker. Uh, right, but when right, it's rolling, right. you don't see anything. Mm, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> mm. Oh boy. Uh, a- anything else uh, that you have in mind that you want to call us out on? Yes. Now's your, now's your opportunity. Okay. Help us be better announcers. Yes. <sighs> no stranger. I mean, I mean to be honest, ever since you guys started, I, what was it, the second round? Third round. Uh, third third round. round of last year. No, last it was year. the fourth okay, round of last year. Oh, fourth round. Fourth yeah. round last yeah. year, yeah. Yeah, ever since you guys kind of started, it was in, immediately, like, just immediately, I was like, thank you. Like, just the, the overall vibe of the live stream just kind of flowed more smoothly, having commentary and having mm-hmm. someone to be – people to be chiming in otherwise you kind of get a run and then you get crickets and you get cameras panning around and right. you just don't get a flow with that so no i've i've enjoyed it and uh i don't know i guess i'll have to really watch more carefully now <laughs> <laughs> start getting a checklist for the next time and I'll have do it, some, do uh, it. that's you know but that's the only way just just like as a as your spotter when they're spotting you to driving I take whatever critiques and, and I'm going to grow. I'm, I'm, I didn't grow up, but be announcer. Right. I just, yeah. I just talk a lot. Well, I don't talk as much as he does, but 
you know. <laughs> well, we allow you to talk more. You, you do allow me to talk because, well, that's another reason. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that off camera. But the only way I'm going to get better is if I get critiques. And the, right. the BS that I see on the live stream screen, I got to tune that out. Because some of that stuff is just oh, straight garbage. I laugh just, at it. That's just a world full of people who would want to say something, but nobody wants to listen to them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I welcome any criticisms by all means. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, my and, thing, I guess. Go ahead. go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was saying my only, uh, I already mentioned it, you know, just the not stepping into people's brains, the chase follow thing. Like Got maybe it. the less they hear it, the less they'll believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll stop it. I'll say the opposite. I'm trying to change this sport while being the smallest little man in it. So you're not the smallest little man. No. I look at the guys that are actually able to pull the the advertising dollars. Is where I'm saying as you know that are got the social media following because apparently people on the internet that know you are more important than people in real life. You know. <laughs> well, that so. you, you, we grew up in a different area, Mike. We grew up in a different different I era. Know. I know, so I'm just stuck in it, but I'm 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 blending. Yeah, no, I mean, I still get to the point where like people are texting me, and I just call them because I'm like, I, I yeah, <laughs> I don't don't text me. Let's just right. just call me because I'm like, right. I still you know, yeah. Oh, and if you catch me, if you ever try to accidentally video chat me, you, <laughs> you know, like I just I can't understand video chats because I don't know where to look. I'm like, <laughs> I can't look at my phone because there's no interaction there really. Uh-huh. So, it's, I, I, yeah, it's definitely difficult. Yeah, you did a great job tonight. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, we really, we really enjoyed seeing our sticker on top of your car as we're wa- watching the replay. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm from oh, the yeah. drone footage. We're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah my, my, so my brother's really big, right? So yeah, he said we're nice. gonna make the stickers, and then he's like, oh, well, I made them this big, and when he we got him, like they're massive. But I mean, he's a big guy, so they're not that big to him. But to us, they're like it looks like oh, a helicopter yeah, landing so pad. Yeah. Like you could land a drone on that sucker. I'm Easy. sorry. I just, oh. To my hand, it's that's normal. called that's called getting your brand out there. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> yeah, we're so trying. Hey, just for can I put a little sticker on your car? Would that be cool? <laughs> Boom! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's funny. funny. Oh man, uh, but what do you guys got going in there? I should ask you the question. What's what's the project behind me? Behind uh, this, this is my seat time car. This is I've been to okay. um I've been to Clutch Kickers I I'm down south so I do the USDC events, but this is just so when are you gonna kick when are you guys gonna kick him off of the announcing and make him go do laps? Uh, well, I am. Um, well, oh no, Gabby's when, not gonna do it. Well, the yeah. when the other car is ready, when the other maybe. car I have an E46 that I've been. Oh, now you sound at, like Randy Noah. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Let's see. So this car has been sitting on my friend, um, uh, Chris Jackson. With Jackson Performance, he's like a close friend yeah. of mine. I used to I used to drive an E30. I was like, I was the first E30 with Wisefab in the states, and I was just having a blast with it. And then um, my brother, he just had his daughter, and he had he had an E46 chassis. He's like, hey, you want the chassis because I'm not going to do anything with it. I was like, you know what? I'll step up to an E46 chassis. It's going to be grippier. It's a better suspension setup. Even though I love oh. the E30, I love the old school stuff. So I gave the E30 to Jackson because he talked me out of selling it. And then so we did a trade off. It's been a, it's been a it's six been, year six year trade off. So, twelve years. Twelve years. So, but twelve years, twelve years. Yeah. It's been it's been sitting in a shop and it's it's gonna be a full pro build. Never intend to go pro, but just so I can throw throw down with you guys. That's that's my goal. Oh yeah. There that's go. my goal. So this is just like this is just a seat time car, so I don't get old and rusty. Oh, okay. It's so. definitely not true. If you don't use it, you lose it because you don't lose it. No, no. 
you don't lose it, but I don't want to even entertain it because I enjoy it so much. I got to keep doing it. Well, I so, like to see it. That's yeah. Up. Yep. I'll be out there one of these days. Hopefully but we do year. have a driver competing at not, not clutch kickers, but like we America's have a, union, America's union, which is literally the next week, the weekend after at clutch at the Emerald coast. So yeah, yeah. he's our, he's our, oh, they're doing the, they're doing that event at Emerald coast. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The weekend after clutch the weekend kickers. after. I thought it was down in like Miami or something. It was no, no. It was down in Orlando. I did the last round. It was in Orlando at the yeah. OKC uh, car track. Um, but this uh, round, they basically hired. Well, I don't want to get into it too well, much. I, 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 I kind of heard that a little bit of that stuff. I just didn't know they were actually going to utilize the Emerald Coast like that same yeah. track. No, yeah. they hired. I think they hired everybody. I think Zach and everybody's running. It's going to be basically yeah. the same staff. They had staffing issues last time. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really bad. Hmm. But the winner goes to Argentina. Yeah. You go to compete. They against, give you a car. They give you a car. It's probably a, a bucket 350Z DE that leaks oil. <laughs> that, that sounds cool. I wish, like, to me, I also said this about some of the organizers I've interacted with. I wish, like, the drifting community organizing-wide could all get together and, like, create yeah. a schedule that doesn't conflict because there's so many times where I have to literally pick. And yep. for me, okay. I really had, you know, I've been thinking about that event, the America's union, but it's like, again, on my way home, same type, same weekend, there's mm -hmm. a 10 K. So it's like, ah, ah, right. I got to kind of pick and choose. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They, people have tried to do that in the past. There was a place called a uh, guy who started drift spots, USA. That there are people have tried to do that in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, right. put some kind of yeah. like, I mean, we talked before about having like a drift registry, right? So if you if you're in Florida and you go to Georgia, you can pull from this registry. He doesn't necessarily that person has to start in the beginner class, right? They can go right into advanced. And there are a lot of drivers right. that think they're advanced that shouldn't be in advanced that should stay in beginner, but that's besides the point. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> so, hmm. oh boy. Okay, I I did want to mention, uh, Mike. I I mean, I became a fan. I don't know about the the rest of the guys, but I became a fan uh, a while back when you put something out there and you you just displayed to me right then and there how you keep it real. And yeah. you've kept it real <laughs> then, and you still keep it real. And I, I'm telling you, man, I became a fan from that day forward. And well, I appreciate that, yeah. And I can't wait to see uh, what else you do out there because you you definitely br uh, bring it to the table. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm trying to do more and more, so definitely uh, getting proposals and stuff together for next year because with Prospect. Um, Luckily, kind of everything else, like I've said, has come into place over the years. The cars, you know, I'm building two identical cars. So, you know, that's like a level that, you know, wouldn't have happened if I had just been able to get it done on one car level. So we're going to have spares. Um, we just kind of getting into a bigger rig setup to have more sleeping situations. We have to deal with hotels. So like the whole program is growing and uh, it's just one of those now it's it's really down to tires and travel, you know. We've kind of got everything else in place as far as the materials and the things we need to get there and do things. It's just now uh, the budget kind of just boils down to tires and uh, travel. So once we get that stuff locked in, I'm kind of a nomad at the moment. Ever since COVID, I lost my normal day job. So I've just been hustling, bustling anywhere possible. And so my time's kind of uh, if I can create it now is the time because I have the time if I want to commit it there to just traveling and, you know, promoting brands. Um, 
but yeah, that's just been the crossovers. All those brands, they just want your numbers. You know, they're not. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I'm like, oh, I've been here for 20 years. I know everybody. They're like, yeah, but who who looks at you? And you're like, oh. A lot of people okay, look at I you, Mike. That. A lot of a lot of people watch you, but then you got to do the <laughs> follow ups. You have to do the updates. There was this yep, many people yep. event, all this other. Yeah, it's frustrating. You just want to get out there and drive, but yeah. And to you'll, be honest, you'll... YouTube sounds like the uh, what I keep hearing being brought up. So YouTube seems to for any of the kids out there listening, um, YouTube mm-hmm. yeah. seems like what everyone wants to see is they're like, hey, do you have a YouTube? Do you have a YouTube? And that's usually the question is. Do you have a YouTube? So, yeah, um, I'd say if you're getting into it, try to go that route just to get your image out there. Because you know, racing to me, I'll tell everyone like I tell the kids now, it's it's a it's a country club. You know, mm-hmm. we all pay an entry fee to be a part of a member of the club that we get to go out and have fun. But at the end right. of the day, like you pay to show up, you bring your own stuff, mm-hmm. and that's the end of it. So it's just a big mm-hmm. money spend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a comment in the chat from Ryan Deering who writes uh, that. Uh, Mike, I'm sending uh, you all of my fo- footage from round four to help with that media game. Appreciate you. I always love that, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I know my media guy, Daniel, love that stuff, too. So the more the merrier, guys. I mean, it's just one of those things where I've always been the guy, too, where I try to help out. Like back, Nick Quigley was a guy who's still around taking pictures. And, mm-hmm. you know, those are the guys back when, you know, they were coming out. I just throw them some money or like, hey, here, you want to buy some pictures? Sure. Because it was one right. of those like. They're just giving time right? without anything kind of in return. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, I love the media guys and just can never afford them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. That okay. is hard. All right, Mike. Uh, we want to uh, appreciate the time you took to make this happen. Uh, we want to wish you the best of luck for this final round of the Clutch Thank Kickers $100,000 Drift Series. Yeah, you you've got the skills, and you have shown that you've got the vehicle to make it happen. Oh my God, I can't do this. I can't. Yeah. Do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> no, but we do have merch, and uh, constantly starting to update things on oppositionracing.com. So if you want to support stickers, t-shirts, we even have a duffel bag. You can get the bag. Um, yeah, we're just trying to constantly start growing all that stuff. Hopefully have a YouTube come next year and uh, start doing something a little, just a little more, just something a little different. I like to do something different than what's out there currently. And that's just been a little difficult to find that, that window of what's different yeah. while still kind of lining. What I found out with YouTube though, and, and when you start looking through stuff is just start putting stuff out there. But right? you're, Mike, you're very entertaining, man. Like just talking to you here. I know. I just like, I don't do the camera thing, right? So I'm I've been like telling people, I'm like, dude, if you want to come film over me. and film me, I'll, I'll film me. You can you can make the money on YouTube. Cut yeah, me right. what you think I'm worth. I, just follow me. Like, <laughs> I just don't have time to think about it. You know the angles and like set something up. I got like eight builds I got to do, and I'm a one man guy at the shop. Everyone's got day jobs, so I'm just I can't even like have time to think about yeah. you know no, stop. You, yeah. Make a video. Yeah, you need to you need to have somebody follow you around and and just start putting stuff out there and it, it'll go. It'll yeah. go. Definitely for sure. Yep. I mean, heck, there, there are people that I watch some videos, I'm like, this is horrible. And you're like, and that guy's like, just <laughs> he's getting a lot of views. What the hell? Yeah, he's just putting that video. <laughs> right. Just corny. So I know I'm not corny. So I mean <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not in the marketplace to be competitive with them yet. So I gotta I just gotta bite that bullet, but we're working on it. Good deal. Cool, man. 
All right, Mike, uh, we're going to let you go. Uh, thank you again, and uh, we'll see you next week. Take thank you, guys, Mike. and we'll see you guys soon. Thank you. All righty. Okay, let me take care of this. Boom, boom. Gentlemen, that was great. That, that was, was amazing. This. Yeah. We're out. No, no, we're still alive. What are you doing? wings now. Noel's going to eat. It's the wing yeah, challenge. Yeah, we're going to the wing challenge. We'll have many it's the wing challenge. Uh, yeah. How many wings can you eat in five seconds? Yeah. yeah. Five seconds. Come on. Yeah, I need a plate. I need a plate. No, you know, no, that's you all yours. Them out of the box. Oh, these are all mine? Those are all yeah, yours. Those are all yours. Okay, okay, let me put the clock you. on. You got, you got. I know they're a little cold. Is that going to be okay? That's fine with me. Okay, they got, how many minutes are we going to give them? To eat. Two minutes. What? We got two minutes to eat the box. No, just. Go. Just how? Just Go. how are they? Shoot. Are they good? Come on! Just, I just want to know the the quality. Are they good? Oh, they're good. Yeah, it's not bad, right? What's the place you guys like? Sports, uh, sports grill. grill. Sports grill. Are they sports grill quality? Or... Mm. <laughs> now, what makes sports Keep grill better? No one told you to stop. Go, 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 no, go, I don't go. Hustle make... up. Got two hey, minutes to finish the box. Come yeah, on. two minutes. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna enjoy these, man. No, that's not the point of the challenge. Yeah, that's the point of the game. What's the matter? I didn't know this would be a challenge. Hey, so so what do you think? Microphone. About... Oh yeah. So what do you think about Magic Mike? It was great. Yeah. I think good. I think if he gets on YouTube with somebody just filming him, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's very yeah. entertaining. So I don't. Know, I mean, that's literally just he needs to get he needs to get in front of a camera. Yeah, but with that, like he's like he just needs somebody that's willing to say, "Listen, I'm going to follow you around. Tell me when you're going to work on the car and do things, or when you're going to go on a road trip and just follow them." I mean, I'm and, sure he's hilarious on a road trip. Oh, imagine? I'm sure. Not like well, yeah, and not only that is like he's given an opportunity to somebody. He said he don't even care. Start the YouTube channel and just work out a deal with them. If it starts to grow, you can. It's something that that person can actually make money on. Yeah, right. And just use him as the entertainment. Yeah, no, he's he's, he's hilarious every time. Every time we talk to him. Mm-hmm. So what what do you guys think? Uh, weather conditions are going to be like? Do you think the weather is going to actually affect- those hurricanes spinning out in the no in the Atlantic? Not. There's no hurricanes. There's a bunch of hurricanes out in the Atlantic. Are yeah. you serious? But, but no, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's happening think- is good is they're spinning up and going up into the Atlantic. So they're just keeping this it all out of the way. Also, oh, just kind of like going towards me. It's just going like this hmm. right now. But no, there was a serious, there was a hurricane called Sam. It was category four way out. Mm-hmm. Like if it went towards us, it'd be like, I don't know what kind of hurricane it'd be. It'd probably it'd be, be bad. <laughs> so we're, we're hoping for good weather. I had to pull my guys out of the islands because I was worried it was going to hit them. The, the highs mm-hmm. are going to be low 80s, upper 70s. It's going to be nice. Hmm. Oh, it's going to be nice. Yeah. It's gonna be nice. nice. At nice. night's gonna go into the low. Around sixty-nine. Yeah. Oh, 69. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing I noticed when I sat down. I was like, he's got I, I a very that, nice temperature. I did that just for you. Paul time. You. What? Time? Time? Oh. It's over. I mean he's already lost. Who's lost? Hey, you only got oh, two wings. You only okay. got their one wing. Wow. Disappointing. Okay. So yeah. he's not a professional wing eater. No. No, I'm not a competitive wing eater. No, a professional. Okay, whatever. I'm- what what do you guys? Tim used to hate wings. Yeah, I have to. I found a way to. to I only eat the drumsticks. But I found a way to to pull the meat off of the the wings. The wing to where I didn't have to like break them apart like that. Mm. Yeah, you just you. Pinch, I just pinch and you, pinch you push. You yeah, and you, you push it in there and, and then you slide the whole meat off. Yeah, it's pretty good. Good stuff. What do you? Oh boy. Uh, what do you guys think about the the field? It's seventy eight drivers. Saturday is going to be a marathon. It's gonna yeah, be man. It's gonna be a long event. Oh, what are we gonna eat? <laughs> we're, gonna have to, we're, gonna, we're gonna have to bring food. No, actually, uh, well, the, the event itself will be fine because there'll be sixty-four drivers. The qualifying is gonna be longer than normal. Mm-hmm. Correct. 
And so potentially the, the competition could be because if there's more one more times, but typically in top 64, you don't get many one more times. No. They're usually pretty clear and decisive. Uh, and, and the drivers already do the buy run. So in theory, we shouldn't spend too much more time on competition day, but qualifying day is going to be a lot longer. Yeah. But there might not be buy runs this time. Doesn't matter if there's a buy run because they still, if they, if, what do you mean if there's no buy runs? I'm saying there, there most likely <laughs> won't be any buy runs. This right. Time. But well, that's what I'm saying though. But typically there's not many one yeah, more time battles in the top 64. Be, all I know is competition day, we better bring food. Yeah. Hopefully, the <laughs> <laughs> live and direct with Noel's sticky fingers. Oh boy! Oh, oh. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are. They were good. Well, I had some. He had some. We're going to talk about uh, how um, where are they from? Dean Carnage's car was stop, on Rainbow your Rams. favorite game. Oh, on CarX. What time is it? What are you talking about? It's not late. Normally we go later. Ten thirty. Well, ten thirty. Well, yeah, we started. Uh, morning, boys. Yeah. Um. What about no Dean Carnage car on Car X's main screen? I guess what is this says. Yeah. So they took. It seems like they ripped off his car. It's his, his same car. It's his same car, just that the the, the sponsor logo. Yeah, the same livery. The sponsor logos are they're all different. changed. Yeah, because they're because there's no real sponsor. Yeah, but cars. I mean, you can't do that. Yeah, you can. They can't. They have a whole bunch of cars that look like that's somebody else. Up. No, that's not looks like. That is exactly the same livery with just different logos. Right. That's, it's that's not right. Cool. It's okay. not cool. <laughs> it's not cool. It's technically but, not the same. Hey, actually, hey, did, um, hey Dan, uh, can you check and see if uh, cheapcars.com has had anything? Oh, you know, actually, I was, I was over um, uh, Spark Speed Shop. Yeah, Spark Speed Shop. I actually was coming back the day after I got my wheels. Yeah. And I had to go do a job site visit over in Fort Myers, and I'm driving home, and I saw somebody flash at me, and I thought, I, thought, I was like, well, I didn't cut that guy off, you know? And, like, <laughs> and then, so I'm just driving. And I see he he has a um a, a Nissan Titan, and he pulled up next to me and honked his horn. I was like, then I realized who it was. Yeah. So and I told him I was like, you gotta start updating your stuff, man. You know. So hopefully he did. Maybe he did. I don't know. We'll see. We'll but, see because I was only a couple of days ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys want to talk about the takeover that happened in Miami at all, or you? Want no, to that was bad and brutal. Yeah. It was pretty gross. I right? saw. I watched it. It was pretty gross. Yeah. Jackson. Jackson oh. went down to the visual. Went, Maybe you should. Uh, you know, say if you say about it. Or visual. Visual. Well, he got a visual because he watched the actual uncut version of the video. Wow. Oh, I didn't see. I didn't see. No, what I saw is the aftermath. Video. Now, so basically what, what they did a takeover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got kicked out somewhere and I think they did a takeover. Something. Well, they did a takeover somewhere else. Cops came to kick him out and I guess they chased this group of people. And in the police chase, that's when the accident happened. And oh, it happened in the police chase? Yeah. Wow. I think I, from what I understand from that's what Jackson said. Ooh. I believe that's what he said, but I don't know really the details. Yeah, I didn't but see that, it just man. the point is, is that if you guys know anybody that's doing takeovers, or if you have people inviting you to take over, don't go. Don't go. We don't just got to protest. It. Yeah, we got to protest against it and just stay. If you're selling it. a part and you know the guy buying it is doing takeovers, don't sell it to him. Don't sell charger parts anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, come on. No more like charger parts. Like, is there any other cars other than G35s and chargers? Yeah, just. It's, that's the that's only it. thing that does takeovers. G35s yeah. and chargers. Mm-hmm. Oh, mostly, yeah. Bet you're and smiling. Challengers. What are you smiling at? You reading uh, something? How could you tell he's smiling? He's behind a mask. I can see he's his, I can see his me. dimples. I can see, I can <laughs> see his cheeks. He's the close-up of me <laughs> eating wings, and yeah, I'm enjoying them. They're good. <laughs> no. Mm. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you ready for this? To, well, we don't even know if there is anything. Did you want to mention hey. anything else about? Hey, no. look. What? Mm-hmm. Our logo. Oh, we put our logo on there. Oh, thank you. All right. Thanks, man. <laughs> that is so awesome. Thank you. Spark Speed Shop. What? Okay. Shout out. I got We need stickers. Hang on. Let's, let's do this properly. Uh, Actually, he's got to give Wait, me another sticker because I don't have one for the back of the, the truck. I put it on my helmet. Oh, yeah, I need one. I have I to go by over right, shop. Though. Next time. I'm always over there. I got to stop by a shop next time. Okay. Hang on. Because uh, I got to just do this right here. Perfect. Okay. And then go. And we got. It's time for another rendition of No, the Car Fairy. Ha <laughs> ha! That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All righty then. So now with that, we're going to check out. Oh, hey. The inventory. There we go. We got two one cars. new item. We got two cars. Wow. Okay. Well, wow. last time we featured uh, well, this is one Lexus Battle of the Sedans edition. Battle of yeah. the Sedans edition. And now we have a. $1,900. Wait, wait, wait. It's got to be Noel. You got to finish that wing, buddy. That's fine. No, but let's. Okay. All right. Okay. Battle of the Sedans. Give us the pros and cons. There's nothing else? No, it's only this. Oh, that's it. Okay. Everything else. The GS was there the last time. Yeah. Right. right. But now it has competition. But, yep. You're right. Here's the thing both of them are automatic. Uh, Let me see here. Let's read what it says. Maybe it means says automatically drifts themselves. Maybe that's the timing. Well, I mean, the the only thing with the G35 is that you got to figure out the timing issue. But with that price, man, I mean, that's hard to beat. Plus, and it you looks know, really nice. It looks real good. Uh, it's an 03, so it's the early DEs, which aren't the best ones. But I mean, but for $1,900, though, that's a perfect chassis to just do a swap in. Yeah, and it's going to be easy to do a manual swap on that because there's manuals everywhere for that mm-hmm. car. The GS has that problem where none of them ever came manual. It's hard to do the manual swap, get the right parts and all that to see. And you got to see which ones fit, which ones work from what car, because there was never a, a manual GS. Hmm. So if we're going to get into drifting. For and what about drift parts? Uh, then, yeah, the, G, the G35 wins 100%. There's angle kits galore for those cars. While there might be a couple of things for the uh, Lexus, it's going to be more expensive, like FIGS engineering and whatnot. Do we though. know who, which one's got a longer wheelbase? Hmm. 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 Well, I'll go and find I out. I would we'll suspect that it's very close. Let's suspect. see. May- who, who, who thinks what's longer? The G? I would say the, the, G? G, uh, the, G, uh, <laughs> the GS. The GS? I said a GS. Yeah, I would say the GS is longer. I'm going to say the G35. Really? Yeah. Oh, the G35 is one one twelve and a half or something like that, right? It's really long. But yeah. by the way, Randy Noah is asking if uh, we're ready for a uh, oh, kicker. Yeah, yeah right. we're ready. We're yeah, not we're coming. Ready. Paul's got going. a new truck. We got a new truck. No got a new more, truck. Uh, we're gonna ride. No in, more tan van. No more tan van. <laughs> no more windshield leaking. <laughs> right. No, Paul, no more wipers we're, flying we're, off we're, in the middle. Of the yeah, no wipers <laughs> flying off in the middle of the highway. We're we're riding this yeah, style. So uh, I went. It's 110. Oh, what? so wow. Oh, two two inches inch? short. Wow. Wait, what wins? The G35 is longer. Yeah, by two inches. Oh, son of a gun. Wow. Told you. Son it's a long cracker. It's a long one. It's a long boy. Mm, long. So, so you get two extra inches, which is definitely a good uh, change. To make a big difference. <laughs> two, two inches changes a lot. Oh, yeah. Right, Noel? Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> he knows. Yeah. So... 
What are we going to say? The Nora Car Ferry. What is he, what is he saying? Um, yeah, between uh, these two vehicles, these two chariots. I mean, personally, I like the GS more, but if we're talking about drifting solely, then we're going to go with the G35. Plus, you got $1,000. And yeah, it's $1,000 cheaper. Just got to figure out timing and a dual manual swap. Just send it. Yep. Oh, send Whoa. that as an automatic. Yeah, you're right. That car will slide. Just weld the diff. It'll slide. Okay. All right. Well, there, there you have it. it. And it makes more power. Oh yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, the the NA two J is what two twenty five, and that's two eighty seven. Yeah, I'm going with the uh, with the G. The G. Somebody better pick that up fast before uh, Noel goes and buys it. Yeah, I'm, I might trade in the Mustang. Oh boy! Hey, did you guys get to see uh like Formula Drift at all? Like I did. any yeah. of the competition? Like. Uh, you know, no, I, I don't. I don't watch it, so that way I can get. I want. I want to have like. Okay. He wants to hear from Noel. I want to hear lips. initial. Like, I want to be like shocked. Well, there was a bit of controversy, controversy? that took place. Is, is that surprising? Which, of course, at this <laughs> no. point, shouldn't be a surprise. No. Oh, you're talking about the Adam and. Correct. Yes. Ooh, okay. Right. I was going to bring that up when when um Mike was talking about uh proximity sensors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like. They thought it was different, but they, somebody literally tracked it, and it's, it's like exactly the same. Oh yeah, turned off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Well, the the difference between okay, so uh, Dai Yoshihara cut the track at the end. Mm-hmm. Adam LZ cut the track at the end, mm-hmm. and um, I think I saw this in Form of the Dirt. You saw in Form of the Dirt. Yep. Yeah, I, but I didn't like really. Well, get yeah, he really slow. Yeah, he did. He did slow it down and 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 show it. Um, but when he showed it, no, no, you could see that actually Adam LZ was deeper in there. Mm-hmm. Adam LZ was deeper in, and so that's see- that's actually they actually did for some reason make the right call. It was the right call. Now, what did bother me was that Adam did not finish his lead run. So why did they compare lead runs between Odie and, and Adam? Oh. That's what. That's the only thing that's got me a little miffed about oh, the whole thing. he's off the wall there. Ooh, way off the wall there. Now, granted, up to that point, Odie did have a better lead run, but he still didn't allow Adam to finish his oh, yeah, lead Odie, run. Yeah, Odie hit. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what, though? Because Adam didn't have a good lead run, and we all know a good lead run makes a good chase run. <laughs> <laughs> you better hope he's uh, yeah, not watching. watching. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Just know. kidding. That was just, you know, oh, that was just, man. just for Mike. <laughs> so I got the call, but I still don't like the switch up in rules. Uh, and the fact that they didn't, they, he didn't finish his lead run. Why are you comparing lead runs? That's a, that's an incomplete lead run right there. Yeah, but it's potentially right there. Yeah. Adam couldn't finish because Odie well, hit him. So they were comparing lead runs when Odie had a complete lead run. Granted, Odie hit Adam. Odie hit Adam, but they, but then uh, yeah, I don't understand your point. If they yeah, gave no, well, they uh, gave Odie, Odie hit the, Adam. Yeah, but they gave Odie the win. Well, I, I agree with the win giving Odie the win, but right, but it they, they you can't compare lead run to lead run if well, if you can up to that point. Yeah, you can up to that point, but it's like it's almost not fair. Although let's let's be real, even if he did finish it, Odie won. I mean, Odie's lead run was phenomenal, you know. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, you could say see it like that, but it, they switched up the rules right there for, for this. Well, instance. that's what they like to do. They okay. play a little switcheroo. 
Well, I even had a Ken Gushi come out in Adam's defense. I don't know if you they saw couldn't that. Know, well, some of these, there was, there was something about something they couldn't tell the difference between Ken Gushi and Dayo Shiara. Well, that too. Who said that? Uh, oh, I heard I in trouble oh, they said, that, they said like that, that one time. time. <laughs> but it wasn't Dai and it wasn't. We're not, was still, you're going back to a meal and. Uh, no, no, I'm going back to Andy Luck and Andy Yen. Oh yeah, but that's yeah, funny. when I talked to Andy Luck on the first time, first time on the phone, he he's like, he, I don't know, no, he email. I said Andy is always Andy Luck. I was like, yeah, same thing. <laughs> oh no, yeah. you don't say it to Luck. Yeah, well, he's I called a... him Andy Suck too. I don't really, I don't, <laughs> I don't dislike the guy. He doesn't like me, but that's all right. Yeah, well, but he doesn't like a lot of people. All right, so <laughs> what a, a lot, lot of people don't like him either. What a lot of the people who have been around for a long time say is that Andy Luck just acts mean like that for like the first couple of years with you, and then once you first like, couple of years, yeah, once okay. you once he's seen uh, once you, he's, he's stuck not, around, yeah, okay, whatever. I'll once he gets to the point where he has to tolerate you, mm. no, it's kind of like weeding out. Guy. He's just weeding out like all the. I don't have a problem with him. No, not at all. He yells a lot. I need napkins. Need napkins? Well, yeah. You want to use this? No, I don't want you to. All right, so another question for you guys. What do you think uh, our boy Gabby J's, uh, I guess you can say. What? Yeah, Gabby How's J. Gonna do? Oh, How's Gabby? he going to do at America's Union? What do you think? He's like, not driving. He should be driving. He should be driving clutch kickers so that way he can pre- prepare. But no, he's got to go to uh, Jay-Z one. Sound yeah. uh, <laughs> event where he's going to ruin the event with his... <laughs> Super loud the, uh, VQ. VQ sounds like I don't, I'd be surprised if he HR, makes it out alive. HR sounds HR. If he makes it out of there alive, I'll be surprised. Well, he made the first event. No, no, no. no, 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 no the no, point no. is, the event that no. Gabby is going to is Before. about Jay Z. Like, it's a not Jay Z. Oh, it's but, it's a style event. So then it on it said, the, well no, on the flyers microphone. it says huh microphone oh. oh yeah so on the on the flyer it says come enjoy the sounds of SRs. Jay Z's and RBs or some crap like that. Yeah, exactly what's that? It's uh, but I'm here like wait till they get a load of Gabby's VQ. That full yeah. effect VQ <laughs> yeah, in your like, ears, ready to explode. <laughs> Blow your eardrums. You no know, one will hear any Jay Z's after that. Yeah, and you know, like all these style boys, they have mufflers or whatever because they they drive their cars on the street. You know, and there's no mufflers in Gabby's car. <laughs> that thing is just straight full assault mode. No, it, it's it's gonna be like. Just smacking him in the face yeah. every time he goes around the track. They're gonna, be, they're gonna drag him off the. Track. You think they're gonna tell you? Hey, I listen, think they're gonna lynch him. You gotta stop. You gotta <laughs> stop the car. It just no. Gabby, get off. Yeah, and then he's not gonna be able to compete the next month, the next weekend. Well, at least he's driving the well, weekend he'll have before. More tires for the next weekend. At least he's driving. Yeah, but everybody before. else is like driving. Um, isn't uh, isn't um the guy he competed against last time? Zach Robin? No, Patron. 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 Yeah, Patron is driving clutch kickers. Yeah. Okay, He's and driving. that was the last. That's the person wow. that Gabby's gonna have to go against. Gabby's had a lot of seat time this year. I think more than ever. Oh yeah, definitely. He's I think definitely this last year, year and a half for him, he's yeah. driven more than I yeah. think any. Oh yeah, than he's, he's gonna ever drive has. a ton this month too. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna drive a ton this month. So it's great to see Gabby progressing. I think he'll do okay. Yeah, well, I think Gabby will do great. I just, yeah. I, I think, think he'll win. Should. I think he'll win his first Not battle in and one more time a second battle. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he'll make it to the top four, at least. Well, we'll see. I don't know who else has entered. Uh, I but, think he'll make it. G- Gabby is uh, G- G- Gabby is one of those drivers that like you might not think too it much. It depends of. on the judging. <laughs> but <laughs> well, because he, I think he should have. Well, he should have won judging. Okay. Well, 
Huh. And then two other guys I don't know who they yeah, are. Yeah, what are we talking about? Are we, are we talking about the Stylish event or no, talking about no, no, American Union? Union. No, no, no. American okay, Union. Okay, all right. Yeah. American Union now. So yeah. So no, I think Gabby's gonna do really well. Were you guys surprised about uh, the KP announcement? Because I was. I was just like <laughs> KP. KP. I don't know. He was like a bit out of it. Now he's just like I might actually right back to, in it. I might actually have to go over there now. I mean, <laughs> I can't do it. No, I can't do back to back weekends. Yeah, no, I know. It's a drive, man. It's a drive. It's like that's. Uh, you know what they should invent? Like, you know, when you go to the bank, yes, and they have these 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 vacuum tubes, and yes. you know, they put your money. in. That's what we need. Yeah, and just, well, something oh. like it, a uh, hyperloop. Yeah, well, no, it's not really. But on a much grander scale, if you think about it, I'm not you're talking in about a grand freaking scale. tube, Paul. I just want a teleporting device. Uh, I'm just, just talking. Like... Get a bunch of wet vax on the other side, and just a lot of PVC, <laughs> and just put me in a little canister and suck me over there. <laughs> suck me over there. <laughs> That's Noel. That's for you. Yeah, you didn't finish your wing. I, I will. I will. I, it's just I'm still on camera. You're gonna make that. You're gonna make that a clip. Suck me over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good. Make it. Suck me He's over. He's got there. some good clips, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were you surprised by? Uh, actually, no. No, they didn't get a chance to no, hear one I heard, of the new ones. I heard them. I, I heard them. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you heard that one? Yeah. Absolutely. I heard. Uh, Absolutely. I heard. Uh, no, no stranger. I oh, heard. Good one, yeah. No stranger to drifting. No stranger to competition. No stranger. No stranger. No stranger. He's no stranger to competition. No stranger. And I said those back to back. Yeah, I'm no stranger to saying everybody you announced was no stranger. Well, they weren't. Everybody knew who they were. They were no stranger. No stranger. And then there was was there was another one that you were saying as well. It was no stranger and like comp. I don't know if it was competition. That's cool. That's cool. Anyways, moving along. Yeah. So yeah, I did hear it on the way up. I was like, let's see what they're gonna say without me. And I was oh, like, oh. you know, um, Jeff Jones won won the um, uh, super yeah, drift. Super yeah. Drift. Yeah. Jeff super Jones won super yeah. drift. The the first round, I the, guess. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. There's, there was two nights. Mm-hmm. Jeff Jones won the first one, and then JTP won the second. And then Rome Charpentier. Yeah, he all he, he got second. I think he got second or third. I don't know. He was on the left of Jeff Jones. How do they do it? It was only like a couple. They didn't, not, it was, everybody else left. Like a lot of the. There was uh, only three people. No. Well, no, it it was a, it's a small it's a small competition like mm-hmm. a top eight, mm-hmm. right? Because they most of the drivers, other drivers mm-hmm. are gone doing something else. I, I knew about because Jackson was posting all these pictures with the trophy that he didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's like, why is he taking pictures with this trophy? He didn't win it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but that it was good to see Jeff Jones on the top of the podium. It was, there it was, it was uh, it was actually good to spend time with Jeff Jones at the uh, the human baton. baton. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah. How many beers do you want to divulge that or no? no? Okay, yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, our boy Gabby J is in the chat. He's, he wrote, It's a Jay Z, RB, SR, and stylish car celebration. So you know those. Apparently, so. my car is stylish enough. Mm. They haven't heard it. They haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you not tucking I wheels? Guess we had to, you know, the what defines style, right? So that's really when it comes down. Does he have to look at the car? Okay, you look at his driving skill. Okay, but yeah, sound. How do you have style with sound though? You can't really develop. It's a judgment the whole, call. The whole thing is like, well, we're the cool kids, and you're not because objective. of this. Yeah, it's super. Whether accepted or not, so yeah. Hopefully, Gabby doesn't get rejected. Yeah. But it, I guess well, it was very difficult. It's very subjective. It's just like music. There's so many different styles of music that just resonates with so many different people in different ways. And if you think about it, like some people really enjoy the good sound of a Jay-Z engine. Other people don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's also how you work the pipe. 
to make the acoustics. How do you work the pipe? Yeah. Tell how us you how, work, you, how you do, no, how that, do you that, work the pipe. That's a whole nother video. <laughs> I, I need a whole segment for that. Yeah, that's, he, he a whole segment on how to work the pipe. Yeah. For Noel, we'll have to do how to work the pipe. Yeah, Noel style. No, but my, my favorite sound engine of all time was is a high, high revving RB. Really? Yeah, yeah that's a good a, sound. Sound sounds almost like it just screams like a nine thousand just screams. I it love does. it. Mm. I mean, I know it was a race only engine, but the seven eight seven B to me. Is, oh, that thing is an insane. <laughs> that, that, you know, well, like four a, rotor. Just yeah, sounds. yeah. But if we're gonna talk about like street car engines, I mean, man, a RB is really hard to beat. The, the one JZ is right there. You know, uh, there's certain like flat plane V8s that sound great, uh, but I mean, it, I can't choose. There's so many, and it's like I like all different kinds of styles. Like I, I love four AGs. Most people, oh, it sounds like a bumblebee, but I love the way that sounds too. It's like I like so many things. I can, I can. Yeah, just you. like, like you said, like your taste in music. Correct. Very, Paul? Good, very good analogy. I listen what to are you asking me for your favorite sounding engine? My yeah. Favorite sounding engine, or one that like sticks out like right away. Enjoy listening to. I, I really, when I had my RX seven, even though it was non turbo, I, I really liked the rotary, like. It's just something about when it's idling and just even the stock ones, it's just something different about it. Like, and like, I can imagine well, yeah, driving a turbo instance. one. Yeah, it's, there's it's actually, something there's different. There's a lot about, of things different about it. A lot different <laughs> about it. Yeah, no, no, I like that. And then I also like, I liked the Volvo. I really did like the Volvo turbo. Really? That was sounded really it cool. It did sound pretty good. Sounded yeah. really cool with the blow off valve and everything like that. So I, I would like to get another turbo car. Okay. Um, one engine, 20B. I think that's probably the best sounding yeah yeah no i think yeah the the rotary again yeah 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 that just sounds so freaking three rotors like so i think it's perfect because it's not as crazy as the four rotor but it's it just adds a little bit that you need it has a little bit of a it has a little bit of an inline six quality to it like the sound of it but it's but it just sounds so much like smoother something i don't know it's crazy you know it sounds like he's explaining like what he just ate like the way the, the texture, the texture was you know what? smooth and, and like the aftertaste. Uh, STIs, like the um, oh, just after the bug eyes, I thought they sounded. I don't, I don't like. I don't, I don't like, like. Really, I am not a fan. I like the four AGs. Yeah. Yes, I was four just G-C-C's. about to say four AGs with ITBs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are really nice. That I like the four G six threes. The four G six threes. Oh yes. those are those are. My my friend had a seven hundred horsepower Evo. That thing sounded the V six the feast that Honda V six that's in that S two thousand that's coming. Yeah, that. With a um, with a six in the one header, mm-hmm. sounds really cool. Yeah, those sound really cool. Sounds really cool. As long as you have that type of scavenging, if it's just like open headers with no crossover, no, no, no. yeah, it doesn't no. sound and good. That's why I said you got to work the pipe. Yeah, <laughs> you do have to work the pipe. Mm, Working the pipe. Yeah, uh, I will say a, a guilty pleasure of mine is the Mercedes uh, V8. Yeah, they do oh, sound like good. the AMGs. The AMGs, yeah, yeah, they mm. sound rowdy. Yeah, the snap, crackle, and pop mm-hmm. uh, coming from those is just... Have you ever heard of cams VQ? Like a monster cam VQ. I... Not on idle. I haven't it heard It sounds like... Can, uh, can you bring one up? Uh, sure. Cammed VQ. Like big cam VQ. Like, I, I, I want to just do that. I just want to put gigantic cams in my VQ. Because that's... Really? Um, go down. Um, that one right there where it says got the huge cams, no, the chop down, down, red, red. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah, that okay. one. Is it gonna blow the the speakers? No, no, no it's, it's only that. a minute, so it should. Now this is what Gabby needs. Gabby needs cams. Okay, and long tube headers. 
That sounds totally different. Yeah. Sounds like you're making popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> really quickly. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear it closer so you hear the actual tone of it. Is it worth the cams, though? Like, how much power are you getting out of it? You don't get, like, I mean, dollars to horsepower, no. But, I mean, if you're trying to stay NA, you can get, you can get to you can get close to yeah, I, I can see that. It does sound very impressive. It no, sounds really impressive. good. Yeah. I would, that's why I does, want. Does he rev it up? Uh, I don't know if he does. Who is that? It does sound close to, like, the Camp LS. Oh, the time attack. There's a rabbit! Yeah. Do a burnout! Do a burnout, man! It just sounds cool. Yeah. It does sound really good. Yeah. It sounds super race car. I do want to get more aggressive cams for my car, but that'll be later down the road. Man, I heard a Mustang the other day was absolutely horrible. So what do you think, guys? Do I sell the 350Z? Yeah, sell it. Or do I sell the, the every do I just part out and sell the E46? Well, no, wait, wait, wait. I'll, buy, I'll buy the 1J. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I did not know this was a conversation. This is just something that's been racing in the back of my head. I'll buy the one, Jay. Because this is the thing is, I I can't afford two cars. No, you can't. I'll buy the one, Jay. Keep this until you... Or you can just give me the one, Jay. Until you get that one going. (laughs) Once as... He's not going to build the other one. He should just keep this. I'll I'll say, if you had to keep one, I have to go with the 350Z. So this thing is the the E46. It has the 1J in it. It has the transmission, everything in it. But it 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 has the angle kit. It has the field suspension. It has the full cage. It has. I mean, there's a lot done to it. But there's still so much work to doing it. Man, I just don't like. He if I, I could sell, I, I could sell. If I could park that car out, I could probably. Well, I could definitely get an angle kit for this car. Mm-hmm. I can do. I could finish the cage in this car if I wanted mm-hmm. to. I could do some other stuff to put nitrous kit on. I have plenty of money left over. And go with field coilovers on it. And go with a new suspension. Yep. That's, I think that's the way to go. Honestly, I know it sucks because, man, you've been I've waited dreaming. for so long. Yeah. You know, and honestly, I, and deep down, I would rather you realize your dream of the E46. Yes, I would. But, but the realism is right here. You know, this is where it's going. What do you think, Ben? Uh, It's a tough call, but I do, yeah. I do see your reaction. Not necessarily for an E46, but I do see your your reaction whenever an E30 is out on the track. Uh, like for instance, yeah. when you saw Brian yeah. Sturman yeah. out on the track, you're like, Ugh. no, I do, I do. But it, it ultimately, what I prefer, if 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 I had them both built side by side, I would pick the E46 all day. Of course, Plus all day. The front end already. The, the front end and everything on yeah, it. I mean, there's. It's just like one has got to go. You know, so I could sell this. I don't know. Put it. Sell this like thirteen grand now. Thirteen, fourteen grand. You know, put it up for fourteen grand. See what happens, and sell it and take that fourteen thousand dollars and and dump it into the E forty six and have it done. But I don't know, man. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. It's just a lot of work. I can't keep both cars. Well, did you know that Noel's an actual car appraiser? So we could <laughs> ask him right He's now. Like, what is the actual like? Well, what the what suggested the suggested retail price? Price. No, it's price. I mean, it's an yeah. HR, yeah. It's, it's, the only thing, the only thing wrong with it is the the finish. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so now that you know the condition, though, like, what would you appraise this car at? What value? At the going. Uh, at, well, for for a car like this, honestly, I mean, me knowing the history of it and everything, I'd go for about eleven, eleven five for this car. 
five. Okay. Yeah. The thing is, it's like it doesn't have the rear half of the interior. No, it's gonna have to be somebody that wants to drift it. Yeah, it has to be somebody that wants to drift, drift it or race it because the half period, but it's got a four point roll cage. It was on TV show, but it does have AC and it has air conditioning. I That's mean, I'm a pop put up for 15 grand to get some low ballers. Hey, you never know. Maybe somebody, I don't know. I'll leave the sign steering wheel with Michelle Rodriguez. You, also, you can also see if anybody wants to trade. Trade what? You could trade, you I, could get, you could do a two for one trade. Mike. You could do two for one trade. You could get rid of the E46 and this for something maybe that you really want. Mm, I don't know. That's my dilemma. Hey, yeah. maybe somebody wants to get rid of their Bill E30. For all we know, would you be? Would you consider trading it? Uh, going back cars? to an E30. Going back to an E30. Yeah, I would. I would. Okay. But then, but if, it, if I'd it, have to. That'd be another thing. It'd have to be like, I'd have to have money left over so I could put an angle kit on it and set it up again. No, we're talking mm-hmm. about like the car is ready to go. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's oh. like it's like uh what's his name just just traded do you see what uh taylor Drip, taylor ray just did hmm. he traded his okay he traded a fully built rx7 with an ls1 for a, a 240 with an sr and then he traded that sr for a 86 with a with a, with a beams motor hmm. huh. i haven't seen that yet you gotta, I, I gotta catch up he got a, he got an 86 with a 4ag in it plus the beams oh wow as well on the side wow yeah i I thought you saw it i'm like it's a coupe too no i haven't i haven't seen it it's a coupe it's a really nice coupe anyhow i I don't know i couldn't do that to an 86 though like i see one with a 4eg and i'll be like i'm leaving you alone yeah i think it'd be easier for me to part out the e46 i i I, I told you i already buy the wrecked i know but that's i mean because it's already a part so for sure it'll be a lot easier for you to like part it out yeah Sell the shell. The transmission. I mean, the, you, it, the eighteen. The, the coilovers are fifteen hundred dollars easy because they bought them for eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually the spec from uh, Odie. Yeah, Odie. but they're the no. He Christoph Blues is those are Christoph Blues's spec. Oh wow! So um, that you have, but it's the shell is going to be the hard part. What transmission do you have in it? As a CD09 with the adapter, with the adapter plate, the CD09s are about a thousand dollars now. Yeah, they they've gone up. They're expensive. Yeah, but it's already been hacked up. I mean, it has I don't know, I don't know. It's no, it's no, just, no. You would sell it as one piece. The whole yeah, whole spell, yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. He said he would already already buy the one J. I could consult him for that much though. Like, no, that's fine. You know, I'd rather try to get more money. Out he's of it. he's willing to. No, I could. I'm gonna buy two J. Okay, well, he mine's a one J non VVTI. He said your engine's not good enough. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Anyhow, so the, the, these are things that've been crossing my mind lately. Okay, well, yeah, the, the, the whole the hard thing is going to be is the shell, and I may just take the shell back from you. Uh, you can have that. But why would you do that? Because I've been I, I want to get a two door because I'm I'm never going to be able to cage my car. Hmm. I'm never going to be able to cage a four door because there's wow. no because I can't get in and out of it. I need at least yeah. a two door. That's why I've been. I always think like RX8 is going to be my best deal mm-hmm. because if I ever want to put a cage in the car, that's what I'm going to be able to fit in with a cage. Yeah. Because I'm never going to be able to put a cage in the. And it's I'm already tight in there now, mm-hmm. and the seat I really want to get is a little bit like wider, and it's not going to fit. Hmm. Well, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Anyways, sorry to, to take yeah. it off topic. No, no, that's not a problem. I mean, we just didn't know, and 
I hey, everybody is... changes their mind. I mean, look, uh, uh, what did um, Marco was building the uh, E92, and he just uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know, isn't uh, isn't Randy knows in the chat, right? Or was he was? I don't know if he still is. Yeah, he's, he's building the E46. Yeah, he's been he's had that E46 for a little bit now, and uh, I want to know what the progress is on that car. Because he he plans to go on into pro am with that and then move up from there. So yeah. you know yeah, that's yeah. that's a great that's a that's a great chassis for if you're on a budget, man. I mean the E46. No, it is. Is it a great chassis? It is a great chassis. I got an SLR kit on it too. Oh man, that's so. I mean, it's, that's tough. It is. <laughs> it's a tough call. It's just a lot of work, and I can't keep both. I don't think you're gonna do it though. Like even it's way too much work for you. Like if you're not willing to like do what I did on my bed of my truck. There's no way you're gonna finish that car. Yeah, I gotten really lazy lately. Like just getting older. I mean, it should have <laughs> so been done. It should have been done 12 years ago. That's what works the best. We'll see. Because I mean, I'll throw an angle kit on it and throw a nitrous kit on. It. That's little stuff that I can do here and there. Yeah. It's not like a full build, you know. Yeah. And the car feels way better with an angle kit. This car, yeah. Like in my car, like you don't spin out on it. You just yeah. literally turn yeah. more. Yeah, these uh, the the front lower arms they flex a lot. <laughs> Uh, yeah. because there's a lot of mm-hmm. bushings in there and yeah. especially that they're worn out so when you put a full angle kit it's just tightens everything up so we'll see i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen but well what i do know is gonna happen is uh we're gonna be at clusterkers next, next week. week be there we're it's gonna be, gonna be here crazy faster. time i will say that uh hopefully the weather is in our favor mm-hmm. it should be going? for for now yeah. everybody's still going except, yeah. for, yeah. Gabby. except for gabby gabby's uh well, we know gabby's not going but no, but uh, we'll be there. We'll yeah. Miss you, Gabby. Yeah, yeah. We, I already told him how I feel about him not going. It's not cool, man. I almost, I almost cried. It's rough. <laughs> we, will, we will miss. But at least we get to leave on time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah they were asking me like hey what time i'm like as early as you want to go i was like what about seven? Oh, that's perfect let's go all yeah, right i'm good i'm down with that i'll be yeah up. because because i can't pick up gabby before nine o'clock because he's got meetings and he just doesn't want to go i'm like you do meetings in the car i don't want to get up that early Mm-mm. all right well this will be crazy because we'll be actually up there before midnight so yeah we're, we're actually going to be if we don't hey. stop more, because Gabby does make us not stop. Before. Oh, and we're, 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 um, <laughs> we Gabby are is the only thing stopping us. Make, I found me. a good little Cuban restaurant on the way up. No, but anyways, <laughs> we are going to no, do, we're going to go, do gonna McGuire's whole... on, on Sunday. Cause Sunday is always a hard night. You're not going to get McGuire's on Sunday. Why not? Why do you say that? It's the only place open. Yeah. Oh, is it really open that late? Yeah. Yes. Open until like one o'clock in the morning. That's oh. it. And there's hardly anybody there on Sunday night that time. So oh, and then, let's save McGuire's for Sunday. And then from there, we'll go to the island. Yeah. For, for the we last. We go that way, anyways. Yeah. It's the last, it's the last party of the year. So yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to sleep during the event because I can't stay up that late. It's just like this late. Doesn't I'm like, just going to go there and sleep in the chair like he did last time. What did you guys do last time? Did you guys go last time? I don't know. He went. I didn't go. Oh, yeah, you guys we, just went back yeah, to the Yeah, we went. We went uh, with Gabby and. We just hung out, like we talked to Pat for a while. Like he and Pat were just like giggling it up like little schoolgirls. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh and then like we were talking to we talked to a whole bunch of people. Like there was a lot of people there. So and we're just having a lot uh, of people there this time. Oh, Spoke yeah. to Will Parsons. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Will uh, Parsons was there. Dan. We spoke to uh did we Dwayne Dwayne kind of left early from there. Oh, can't well, I can't forget. I gotta bring up my diff for Dwayne. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, I he messaged me thinking it was me. Oh, really? And I'm like, well, my diff is a whole rear axle if you want to do that. <laughs> it was just like, what? I was like, I drive a Mustang. I uh, think you're talking about Paul. He was like, oh, man, I'm sorry, dude. How much does he pay for diffs? Oh, I don't know. My diff is dead. No, but I might. I have. It's still in the back yours? of my truck. I brought yeah, it. Yeah, why not? I, I can't. I don't want to take it out because it's too heavy. Yeah, well, bring it. Bring it. Just throw it in the back of my truck. Yeah, I don't know. Why not? Why not? I don't think people want to hear this. Yeah, we're talking about it. Okay, yeah. Well, this this is like this, late night. This yeah, is like this, extra this, light. This is, what this is like yeah. extra hours. This is yeah, you guys are jibber jabbering. This is yeah, you totally guys hanging out with us as we just yeah come on talk just wind, wind things down. Yeah, this is winding down. Yeah, yeah. shut um, it off already. Well, there's nothing else to talk about, right? Unplug. I'm sure there is. There's like one or two other things that I, I wanted to mention. One of them was like a new Land Cruiser. No big deal. And then I forgot what was the other oh, thing. Well, the Tundra Something. came out. You want oh, to the new Tundra came out. The Tundra? I mean, these guys want to go, unfortunately. I, I'm but not going anywhere. I'm just going anywhere. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm here. here. Yeah, I love it. Open a new Tundra. That'll be the end. That'll be the last thing. Because I wanted to buy one, but I couldn't wait. So they're supposed to come out in December. But the full unveil of what it's really going to look like is, is out. And Noel hates it. This is a long show. I don't like, I don't like the face. Not a long show. We just Two started early. Hours. We started early. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that face. No way. No, Hang on, let me in black, it's there. okay. It's more acceptable, but it's still like a big mouth bass. I don't know. It's just like, oh, you know. Well, I'm glad I got what I got, but. It kind of looks suspect. No, you're, the, the Rams are some of the best looking ones. The Rams and the, the four to me are the best looking ones. They did a good job with the, the back and the interior. The back looks cool on this. The interior looks cool. That, yeah, interior. Well, I'm, not, I'm still not a fan of the shifter. I don't know if you guys are you waiting until you guys get in my car because it, it's is your the, shifter in the center? It's not a shifter. Oh, it's a it's knob a, thing. It's, it's a, a knob. knob. It's a knob. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's gonna be kind of weird when I'm <laughs> when I get to drive. Like, wait. <laughs> I loved it. This is great. Three hundred eighty-nine. So, oh yeah. So they're switching over to V6s. So. Yeah. So they have the iForce Max, which is battery, like a battery. The hybrid. The hybrid like mine. So it's a hybrid twin turbo V6. Good Lord. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of torque. Look at that towing capacity, though. That's 583 foot-pounds. That's nuts. Wait, wait, wait. wait. How, many, how many foot-pounds is, uh, is yours making? Uh, Not that much. Really? Oh, okay. Well, not the, even near that. That's, 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 that's like the, um man, that's really high for foot pounds of torque. Yeah, that is that's like diesel. Lot. Yeah, that's, that's getting diesel into territory. Yeah. The Duramax makes that, I think, or a little less. That's nuts. The the, the inline six coming. Twelve thousand pounds towing capacity. I want the chat. It's the actual insane. Can hold it. It's insane. Hmm. Like I said, the Duramax that I, I tested has the same yeah towing capacity. Actually, has more towing capacity, but I don't really see. I mean the. Eh. The face is the problem for me. That's the only. The interior, I still don't like that shifter. Like I don't know why. It looks like yeah, it looks like a car inside. Which I don't know. I don't. I don't mind. I like the screen. Nice screen. I love the red. It's like that's like yes, Toyota red. That's awesome. Yeah, that looks good. But I, I'm not a fan of shifter. I do like the panoramic roof. But it gets to a point where it's like, when does a 
pickup truck become a luxury vehicle? <laughs> it's well, like, that is. What are you talking yeah. about? That's already like I, I you know, already see that already. It, yes, I know with the, with the models. Yeah. yeah, no, that, that high country that I drove that was luxury. Yeah, top of the line. It gets luxury. to a yeah, point where it was like it's leather like, dash, leather dash, like everything had heated. The the rear seats had cooled and heated seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's insane. Mm. Mm. Lane detector. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't like the front either. Yeah, the front just kills me. Yeah, it's kind of bad. And then the headlights look kind of weird too. Well, because the front's so big. Yeah. They're going for that BMW look. Ah, <laughs> they did merge. Take a word, oh, take a word from BMW. <laughs> They took, Maybe BMW designed the car. They took the the. the it's like Toyota. All you have to do is make the grill bigger every year. All they did was take that, <laughs> that M4 grill. front end and just turn it sideways, and now it's a wide. Yeah, that's all it is. You're right. Yeah. So, Paul, you don't regret your decision, right? No, I. I, I, I like. I, no, like I think the Dodge is a better looking truck. truck. Yeah, the Ram like truck. Ram. And I wouldn't. Oh, want, I, I, <laughs> I think. I think technically, yeah. See, it doesn't come out until December. I so want I could, that I, one. I'll be all right. With yeah, that, that one. one's that's pretty cool. <laughs> and I almost bought a Lexus. Uh, I almost thought about buying a Lexus uh, GS. I remember that. or six that Tundra uh, like. GX four sixty GX four yeah four sixty. Okay, that's, that's the, the uh, Land right Cruiser Prado and other markets. Yeah, exactly. Huh. But it's got F-A-40. the Tundra motor in it. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'd take a TRD version or something like that. Oh, the TRD Pro? Yeah. Did you see uh, that Chevy un- unveiled the Corvette Z06? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I like it. I like the C7 more. I, I, liked, I, I liked it. My favorite was the Stingray that they came out with a couple years ago. That was my favorite. Yeah, I like this. Favorite Corvette. Yeah, the, the C7 Z06 to me is still my favorite. Hmm. It's It's very aggressive looking, but it looks like a race car practically. This new one is very subtle. It still looks good, just eh, not not as aggressive. Is as there I any expect. new like sport coupes other than the stupid Z or the BRZ or eighty six or? Is there anything else sport coupe that's coming out soon? No, just the Z. That's that's it, really. Mm-hmm. And, and you weren't a fan. No, I was. I wanted to be a fan. I wanted to buy one, but then they had to keep it a freaking three seventy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with that. The the Camaro is uh, going to end production in twenty twenty three. Oh wow, really? Yep. Yeah, I heard about that. That's it's over. We're gonna go. It's gonna be bad. But, yeah, but it's happened before where they discontinue it for like a year or two, year or two, and then mm-hmm. it comes back. Well, the last time that happened was t- two thousand two, and then it came back in two thousand ten. So that's about eight years right there. They oh, did it with the right. Supra. The Supra was twenty something years. Yeah. Toyota takes a long time to change their cars. Yeah. The, Z, the Z for what was the Z was from what ninety six? I didn't know SCs. Do you know SCs were ninety three till two thousand ten? Yeah, because uh, yeah, Daigo Saito had a, nuts. had a no, 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 no. The actual same SC. Oh, oh the, really? The UZ so like, like Sean's SC? Yes. Really? Nineteen ninety three to two thousand ten. Really? That body style to two thousand ten? No. Yes. But where? Because they didn't sell them here like here. that. Here. You could in 2010, you could have gone to Lexus and bought a brand new SC 300. I looked it up the other or day. Or SC 400. No. Because I looked it up the other day. No, I thought I don't it was think so. No. SC 300. I don't think so, my friend. This is the show that never ends. <laughs> yeah, it's it just there. goes on, on and on. 91 to 2010. But in a not, not in the same form. 
but that the form, okay yeah. that's a sore no yeah yeah wait that's the first gen first yeah, generation first gen. to yeah. 91 keep, to 2000 wow okay yeah no, keep 2000. going keep going yeah it's the first gen yeah, but then they would go to the ZZ40 or whatever. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no, Psych, no, wait, no, that, hold that's on. what I'm saying. That goes. Yeah, that goes to That's okay. an SC. Oh, I must have been, been drunk or something. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> not the first time. Okay. Mm. Man, what was I on? God, because I, I was sitting there looking. I'm like. Well, because if you look at the top, no, wait, it go says. Down, go down. No, if you look at the go, top, go down. it says the SC ran in production from 91 to 2010. At the very top, it says that. Yeah. But it doesn't say the one generation, it just says the SC. Mm, maybe yeah very guy confused pal but really it started before 91 because the soar was out in the 80s but it wasn't an sc though yeah i know but it's still the same family of car (laughs) think anybody's gonna build like one of your wife's cars whatever the is series you mean that type no that thing whatever you got out here whatever that is is it a GS? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. GS three fifty. The IS two fifty came with a manual in that in the newer generation, twenty fourteen and newer. Doesn't matter if it came no. with a manual or not. No. Do. It's just that's that's kind of like the like the start off point. Well it's they're like, all gonna come with a manual now, so they're, they're super that. cheap, those cars. The yeah. IS I wanna be I wanna build an M two. Yeah. Maybe I'm not build a lot of stuff. Not an M two, but like an M. Like not, not like a two series. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about the uh the IS five hundred starting at fifty seven thousand? That's actually pretty cheap. That's a lot of car for the money. Gee, that's nice to me. No, I'm good. Yeah, that's four hundred over four fifty horsepower. That's okay. Yeah, okay. I'm done. <laughs> I'm spent. Okay, he's done yeah. now. I'm done. All right, okay. let's, that's it. We're done. Okay. All right, goodbye. Good. All right, <laughs> folks. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and we thank shall be back in. <laughs> Two weeks from now. Again, we also want to thank again our guest Ben and Amber from Drift Adventures. Be sure to follow them on social media to get updates on their upcoming event. And also want to thank Mr. Magic Mike Pollard in the black and gold opposition motorsport S14. Yeah. And who you will be asking for the paint color? Who will be competing we'll next week at Clutch Kickers Round Five for their last $100,000 drift series round taking place mm-hmm. at Emeralds Dragway. Uh, if you haven't done so already, go like and subscribe their YouTube channel so that way you could catch the live stream. We'll be there and you don't want to miss it. It's going to be an eventful one. 78 drivers already registered. We may reach the cap of 80. And if it does, I don't know what's going to happen Come because on, every every round abandon your style something fest. crazy it, it, you got two it spots has, left it has delivered the goods we'll pay for your spot Gabby drama action <laughs> it has it all so <laughs> you definitely don't want to miss out on that and if you're going to attend there we uh we recommend you uh, check out the Island Hotel Wait. whether if you want to stay there for their accommodations or for the after party you you definitely want to be there. Now, well, I was seeing. Wait, hold on. Before you turn it off. Oh, oh gosh. I was gonna say maybe you can imposter Gabby and and qualify in Tim's car, and Gabby could come in on Sunday and compete. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Why not? We're gonna have to paint your car. Why? Because we gotta make it imposter Gabby's car. Yeah, that's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> come on, we got a whole week. Come on, Gabby, we could do it. No, we haven't. Okay. All right, Gabby, Gabby, Gabby right. paint your car red. Keys. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. Right. We're going to shut things down so we can get to work on that. Please so. put us out of his misery. <laughs> yes, indeed. And folks, uh, thank you again for tuning in. Have a good night, and we will catch you next time. Take care. Yeehaw.